Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the quarantine edition of Fourth and Wrong. We're down a producer today. It's just uh, <laughs> it's just me, Aaron, and Aiden over there. Just me, you, Aaron, and Aiden. Yeah, me, me, like me, as in myself. I'm Aaron. Okay, I guess that was confusing. I was, yeah. t- I was talking to the third person a little bit. I'm Aaron. That's Aiden. Hello. Uh, Isaiah's not on the keys today. I'm on the keys. Um, we may we may have tested positive for COVID. Well, we haven't. We we may we don't know we haven't gotten we a don't test know, but we we may have COVID we have may have come into contact with someone that may also have COVID. it's there's a big long list it's highly unlikely but you yeah. know make most make no mistake we're being safe I and mean, we're a little bit scared yeah. and and by three uh, by long list it's three people so three four people I had to jump yeah. to I mean four people to get to me three people to get to you yeah yeah so Isaiah's not here out of just. You know, being safe. Responsibility. His, uh, I mean, I know that uh, his his girlfriend's sister has a baby at at the house, so that I mean, I guess that's fair enough. Yeah. But I mean, the show must go on without him. The show must go on without him. So, welcome to the quarantine edition yeah, of Fourth and Wrong. Producing is easy. This, I mean, we don't even need him. That's the worst part but about it. You know what I mean? The wor- he's, he's only he really is just pretty face. He's just here for. I mean, pretty face on a podcast. What does that do us? But literally nothing. It just keeps us in check. They man. don't know that Isaiah's hot. Keeps us, they keeps... literally don't know that Isaiah's hot in the world. Isaiah's hot. Isaiah is hot. Isaiah is hot. Uh, but he is not here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're we're on to week three. The, um, the story of week two was injuries, and I think we all know that. We're going to try and move past that. The story of week three is redemption. Everybody that lost their RB1, it's redemption time. Yeah. And yeah. New, newfound confidence in guys that you may yeah. have had confidence yeah. in. Yeah. Chris Carson, RB1. Yeah. yeah. Jarek McKinnon. Oh, RB2. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Jarek McKinnon guy. Hey, here's a little, just a quick guy. little side story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was bitching about my running backs today, and I said, man, like I do not have an RB2. And he's like, man, d- d- give me a break. I'm playing Jarek McKinnon. I was like, yeah. I'm playing Jarek McKinnon's backup. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. I'm like, I'm playing fucking Jeff Wilson Jr. or Sr. I don't even know if he's the dad or the, or the son of Jeff Wilson. But, or Jeff Wilson? Is that his name? I don't even know his name. That is his name. That is his name. I'm playing him. <laughs> I'm playing him and I'm not comfortable playing him. That was a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Right I, had to, I had to find my way there, but we're there. Um, uh, what, what's happened since the last podcast? First of all, like I said, Devontae Freeman found a team. I said, it'd be with, mm-hmm. I said it would be within a month. And it was within 24 hours. Yeah. He's on the Giants. Are you playing him this week? No. Really? No, not the first week. No. Okay, so if you're not playing him, that means that you'd be comfortable playing somebody else? On like in the Giants' backfield? Um, who's, who have the Giants playing this week? Um, uh, the Gi- oh, That's a good-ass good question. They're playing the Niners, aren't they? Yeah, they're playing the Niners because all, all the Niners oh. players are scared to go back on that field. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't... I. I'm not going to play those guys. I got a better question. Cause... Would you play Devontae Freeman or Jarek McKinnon? Jarek McKinnon. Is that just because you're a Jarek McKinnon newfound guy? <laughs> no, uh, I just like the old line is still playing in San Francisco and they're unreal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and Jarek I agree. McKinnon that's the right has scored a touchdown in his last two games. So. I agree. That's the answer. I agree. That's the right answer too. Just because mm-hmm. like the, our problem with San Francisco's backfield was that there was too many guys there. And now when there's basically only one and a half guys there, I got to give my guys some some love. But they Plus, following the trend, it's very possible Devontae Freeman tears his ACL on MetLife Field. So that's true. Yeah, especially with I mean, if everybody else has no practice, what does he have? Negative that being practice? said, Jarek McKinnon does not have the best history with legs. No, yeah, if from an injury. So history. let's just remain hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> and then in other news, Blake Bortles is on the Broncos. That's bigger news. Our boy, the boat, the best of all time, as uh, as our as PF, PFT calls Smoking it, PMT calls cigs it. and ripping pisses. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? I don't know. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, Blake Bortles did an interview. I don't know if it was, was it for with, Barstool. Was it for Barstool? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was kind of like a Cribs. Like cribs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Barstool and man, Blake Bortles was the funniest ever. That's where he became a legend for me. He did nothing <laughs> on the field to become a legend. It was in that Barstool interview. What would you be doing if you were, uh, you know, if you weren't playing football? I don't know, man. Like working construction, ripping cigs. <laughs> Legendary answer. Uh, but Blake Bortles on the Broncos. Do you think he starts? Yeah, I do. This week? Uh, actually, maybe no. No, no, no. But, I mean, to be fair, though, Drew Locke's only supposed to be out for, like, two to three weeks. So so, so if he was only supposed to be out for two to three weeks, you'd think that they would play him for those two. Like, you didn't go out and sign him. Yeah, to, exactly. That's, so they're probably going to play him. Also, it's, like, it takes, it's a QB, and he has to learn the playbooks. Like, it's not like a, a wide receiver coming in yeah. for one week. It's a quarterback. And Jeff Driscoll has more experience in the last one season than Blake yeah. Bortles does, right? Yeah. Even though so, Jeff I mean, Driscoll's dog shit, too. So Jeff Driscoll, I think, starts this game, and then after that, if like Jeff Bortles. Driscoll plays bad, then it's yeah. Bortles, and then if he plays good, then it's just because you can't bench him if he plays well. Yeah, no. Could you imagine if there's a three-headed quarterback controversy there? They all have a good game, start throwing fucking throwing them bones. Whoever plays better in practice, yeah, it's not happening. Um, but yeah, Blake Bortles. What about Jerry Judy? Do you think big, Bortles I think he takes a big uptick with Bortles? Yes. Why? Uh, well, it's not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Blake Bortles. It has everything to do with he is now the number one sure thing no, receiver no. on his team. I, yeah, so. I know he's taking an uptick in general. I just mm. mean, is there an uptick between Jeff Driscoll and Blake Bortles? Oh. Or are they same-same? I don't know. I, I haven't seen Blake Bortles play football in two years. Yeah, yet. I mean, he was a top-five fantasy quarterback at one point. Yeah, I mean, three years ago. Yeah, it took him... He got there the long way, for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of garbage time, but he was top-five. Yeah. Um. Let's do a fuckhead check. I think if we have any, you know... Regular listeners, they already know where you're at, but let's see where you're at, anyways. How's how yeah, how are you so doing, man? Christian McCa- Christian McCaffrey has not gotten better. No, he actually um, went on IR. In fact, yeah, he's he's on both my IR. I don't know if the has have the Panthers put him on IR. Yeah, they put him on IR today, okay. so he's missing um, at least three games. That means the IR is modified yeah, this season. So that's that's not that's not major. I kind of I was hoping he would be out for three weeks. Like yeah. that that's my like. The best case scenario. The medical timetable is four to six weeks. But I'm starting Jarek McKinnon. And I'm a big Jarek McKinnon guy. Gotta decided. be. Gotta be. I'm really hoping that his legs can withstand MetLife Fields. I don't think anybody's can. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Amari Cooper, I need you to have a big game against Seattle. And, I mean, I'm going to talk about it later, but he's going to have a big game against Seattle. Gonna do it! Though, I mean, the worst part... I mean, this is You can look at it worse or best, but Christian McCaffrey being your guy mm-hmm. in that league... Is he dropped twenty points both weeks? So you won your weeks both those weeks. So you're mm-hmm. literally the bottom of the waiver wire at two and zero. Yeah, it really so you can't sucks. even can't even get any of these guys. It really sucks. That's why. I, hence, I think, Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> I think my waiver claim this week was Kendrick Bourne. I didn't even get a waiver. I I was like ninth or something, and I was like, I don't. I'm just gonna. That's that. That's another thing I wanted to say. A tactic with the waiver wire that I haven't actually said is there's no there's no rule saying you should go out and get somebody on the waiver wire every week. A bit of a tactic I've been doing, especially in deeper leagues, is I wait for the waivers to clear because I want to see what players were dropped for the players people were picking up on the waiver wire. Sometimes people are cutting ties way too soon. The rookie hasn't produced yet. He's only played two NFL games. Like, there's, you can sometimes find some gems just by waiting because when you, when you don't make a claim, you become higher up on the waiver order for the next day, for Wednesday and Thursday, right? Yeah, I guess it, it really depends on where you are in the waiver Yeah, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. If there's, like, a stud, if there's Devontae Freeman, like, you definitely put your claim in. But sometimes it kind of mm. works out when you have a higher claim to get the leftovers of what people thought were uh, were droppable players. Um, yeah, I already uh, – Isaiah is 0-2. 
uh, might be a reason that he's not here today. Um, he doesn't <laughs> even have injuries. He has CEH. He has I don't know, who's his RB two. He's a solid RB two from what I remember. Uh, CEH and I think David Johnson. David Johnson is his RB two. Yeah, he's and he's got uh, um, oh fuck, whatever. He's he basically his team shouldn't be zero and two, and it's zero and two, and I feel you know slightly bad for him. That's maybe why he's not here. I don't feel bad at all. He's still hot. We gave you free advice. Isaiah's still hot, so it's he all is, good. He is hot. He can't be good at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Chris Godwin as his wide receiver one, but he hasn't been playing. Yeah, we can't judge him yet. Um, but yeah, no, he's got Terry McLaurin in there. He's got... Scary Terry! He's got HH, old Hunter Henry. I don't fucking like that guy. Mark, oh, I like him. I he's don't fucking well. like Hunter Henry. He's never once just been as good as he should be. He's playing well, man. He's pl- he's playing well. He's he not playing amazing. He hasn't been but his last two games, 73 yards his first, 83 yards his second. Uh, it's just not like... Uh, He's not and with Jay, with fucking the man, the myth, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Oh man, yeah. We should limit. actually quickly before we get into anything else, just quickly talk about the the Chargers doctor, basically mm-hmm. stabbing Tyrod Taylor in the fucking lung. Yeah. If it, okay, so those that don't, I guess I should explain. I always just assume that people know when I start going into stories. Tyrod Taylor, uh, he he had a separated rib. So before the game against the Chiefs, um, he was getting a painkiller in his in his ribs uh, with a needle, and the doctor missed and punctured his lung. Yeah. He had chest pains and breathing problems. He We're wasn't pump, able to play. Pulp fiction on that bitch. Yeah, literally. He <laughs> was he wasn't able to play. He's not able to play indefinitely, like for the next couple of weeks. It seems like probably lost his starting job because yep. incomes. Big the second time in three years to a rookie quarterback. Big Johnson Justin or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but he came in and ripped. Like he yeah. looks so much better than Tarod Taylor. He took the Chiefs to overtime. So he looks what does that unbelievable. say? Yeah. And and then we already talked about this before, I think, in the last episode, but Anthony Lynn has has mentioned that he's gonna stick with Tyrod Taylor if he's available, which would be like a major coaching mistake. But at this point, he's already gonna miss the next couple of games, so I, I feel like Justin Herbert's got the oh, job for now. Sure. Unless, unless Justin Herbert just takes a huge nosedive and yeah, well, I mean, I'm excited to watch. But he's him a rookie. You kind of want him to have those games to get him out of the way. I don't know. I want him. To play yeah, great. you definitely I want him leave to him in there. Starting job. I've never understood the leaving, like drafting a quarterback in the first twenty picks and then sitting them on your bench. I guess yeah. it worked with Mahomes and Rodgers, but like, I, like get it out of the way. Get the shitty football out of the way. They're not going to be good right away. It's very yeah, even then. Like Mahomes, Mahomes was behind Alex Smith, who in Mahomes' rookie year was having oh an MVP caliber season. Like he was yeah. having an excellent season, yeah. and then Aaron Rodgers behind Brett Favre. So, right, right. So you're saying when it's like, like Aaron, part. and like in Aaron Rodgers' case, like they the only reason Green Bay picked him was because he like he was too good to pass up. Yeah, it was just a case of picking 20, the best player. I think player. he just picked at 21. He should have been the number one overall. How well, do you not pick him? Everybody didn't pick him because they thought he was a dick. That's yeah. like his whole... Kind of is, but you know he's what? A when, you're that, when you're that good at football, you can be a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. I mean, he's a fucking asshole, but whatever. Um, all right. I'm doing well. I have Aaron Jones. I don't <laughs> know. I missed the injury bug pretty good. Kenny Galladay hasn't even played for me yet, and... He's gonna be sick, so you know I'm looking, looking all right. I'm feeling all right. You don't have? Do you have Kenny Galladay and Aaron Rodgers? Or sorry, Aaron Jones in the same league? No, I no. don't. But I mean, I'm just talking about across yeah, all yeah. leagues I at see, this I point. See, like, I, I mean, they don't know the specifics of what players I have in what leagues and whatnot. Well, I just don't want to make your team sound too disgusting over there. Well, okay, replace Kenny Galladay with Calvin Ridley. So yeah, it's pretty True. fucking scuzzy, brother. <laughs> I got Aaron Jones and Calvin Ridley, the two number one players that are positioned so far. At me. 12th pick at me but let's go let's rip through the fucking podcast we're, we're you know we're jib jabbering about bullshit 
this week we were supposed to have convince Isaiah. And then we're like, oh, Aiden's playing Isaiah in two leagues. We don't want to give him any tips because yeah. that seems weird. Okay, cool. Then we were going to have our buddy Nathan over. We're going to convince Nathan. He's actually got a great dilemma between Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers. Okay, we're going to have him over. Oh, well, you know, we're... We might have COVID. <laughs> we, might have, we might have COVID. We're on quarantine, so... And, and, and just a little backstory, Nathan's mom is probably the most scared of COVID. Yeah, and she has she world. has a pre-existing respiratory issue, yeah. so we I mean, we got to we got to yeah, look out for Penny. It. Shout out to Penny. She's she's an angel. Um last week though, we had Jimmy Garoppolo versus Drew Brees. We're just going to call this one a push, okay? Yeah. Drew Brees played like shit. Jimmy Garoppolo played well before he got injured, so it's like how do you really judge it? I if you play I, Drew Brees, yeah. technically you're happier, but Jimmy Garoppolo is playing, but so we're just going to call this. I week. think you got lucky on this one. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm agreeing to a push. I don't sure. think Jimmy Garoppolo got very lucky, though. No, he didn't. But he 14 for 16, man. He yeah, he was ripping. He was ripping. Yeah, I was worried. But, hey, MetLife Stadium strikes again. <laughs> so the score was 2-3 to three before this week leading into it. Um, we have nobody convinced, so we're basically just convincing whoever. We can maybe go off of who Nathan ends up playing, but... I don't know. I feel like this is more just for fun. Yeah, there would be no point this week for convincing the person. Yeah. It'll, more, it'll be kept track of for who wins the week. Yeah, who wins later. the week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll see who does better. So you have Aaron Rodgers and I, I have Cam Newton. I do. You want to start first? Uh, up to you. Okay, I'll, I'll Dealer's rip. choice. I'll rip. First thing, Cam Newton versus Las Vegas. First difference is right off the bat. Small thing. Cam Newton's at home. Small thing, but Cam Newton's at home. Okay? Uh, week two, we saw what Cam Newton did. 34.6 fantasy points. Kid was, I mean, he was unbelievable. He passed for almost 400 passing yards. He's on an upward trend, and he's shown that he has such a high floor with just his rushing capability. And the ability to absolutely take over a week and, and score number one numbers because of his rushing ability. Patriots are using him as their running back on the goal line. They're literally not even considering going into eye formation. They just do shotgun, fullback to Cam Newton's side, let him rush in the touchdowns, baby. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Aaron Rodgers is at New Orleans. It's... It's a lot better defense, I think, for like Cam Newton playing Las Vegas. It's a better matchup for him. I mean, New Orleans is definitely no slouch. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers lost his number one receiver, and if he's there, is going to be injured. Mm-hmm. His number one receivers are Alan Lazard and uh, and then Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And what happened last year when Aaron Rodgers lost Devontae Adams? They started committing to the run. He had a good season, but he definitely didn't have the MVP season like we're kind of expecting him to have based off of week one. And in week two, when he lost Devontae Adams, they won off of the running game. Aaron Jones went bananas. He only scored 18.7 fantasy points. Obviously, that's decent, but it's not the 34.6 that Cam Newton scored. Um, I mean, the upside, I believe, is higher with Cam Newton, and I believe the floor is higher with Cam Newton. I just think it's a no-brainer. He's at home, playing against a good matchup. Um, yeah, I, it's Cam Newton. It's Cam Newton. God, I'm Hold done. I'm, I'm done. Roger. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um, <laughs> So my my argument for Aaron Rodgers is simple. He's a better quarterback. Uh, he's behind a better O line, and if Devontae Adams plays, he has better receivers. Um, if he just, plays, he's going to be hobbled up. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, all of Cam Newton's value this season. Um, I mean, I guess he did have like he had three hundred ninety seven passing yards against Seattle, but like. Matt Ryan had 450 week one, so I'm going to chalk that up to Seattle fucking sucks on defense. Um, but, like, a lot of his value is coming from rushing touchdowns at the goal line. So, I, I just, like, is this going to be every week where he's going to get two rushing touchdowns at the goal line? Like, I just, I don't see it happening. Um, Derek Carr just threw for 282 yards and a 73.7% completion percentage on fucking Vegas. Or, sorry, on New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. 
and he threw for three touchdowns. Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, the Saints looked awful. The Saints do not look good, man. I think I think we can both agree on that. The Saints don't look like the team they look like for the last like three or four years we've been watching them like ball out. Yeah, I'll agree they don't look like like the top ten team that they usually are, but I still think their defense is better than Vegas's. Yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, Aaron Rodgers is sixth in passing yards. He's second, tied for second in passing touchdowns, and he's got the number one uh, quarterback rating right now at ninety one point zero. He's playing phenomenal, and he's like I just like I don't see him playing bad against fucking a, the Saints. Cam Newton has more passing yards than him on prime time, and then the other two stats you mentioned mean nothing for fantasy I football. Actually, I don't think Cam Newton has more passing yards. I don't think so. We'll pull this up. I'll, I'll pull it up, Aaron, if you want to rebuttal. Yeah, I, I mean, t- he, they, for starters, the first thing you said is, is are they going to keep on using him on the goal line? Yes, they are. I don't see it. Like, it's been working. I don't see any reason to, to switch it now. Sony Michelle hasn't been that good. So Aaron Rodgers has more passing yards. How many more? Uh, so, the oh, oh, not this. Shut please. up, Matt Berry. Actually, it wasn't even Matt Berry. I don't even know who the... So, Cam Newton has 552. Keep that number in your head. 552, So, Aaron Rodgers has 52 more passing yards. Okay. And then Cam Newton has hundreds of more rushing yards. I muted yards. my laptop. It gets Stop unbelievable. Talking. I just think that the the uh, the floor that he has with his rushing, it can't be ignored, man. And that's why you got to go with Cam Newton because he has the, the capability to score you two rushing touchdowns. He's done it two games in a row. Um, but yeah, we're not really going to have a, an end to this because we don't have anybody to, yeah, you know, we have nobody to separate us. So I guess we're yeah. going to find out next week. Everybody, if you have Cam Newton, play him. That's my, that's my advice. I don't care what quarterback above him besides like Lamar and Patty and stuff. But like Cam Newton's a top five quarterback in my opinion. I mean, I'm just going to say this one thing. I'm playing Cam, Cam Newton, Newton over has Pat, four right? rushing touchdowns in two games on the goal line. And he is their team's running back. So if I hear one Pats fan ever say to me, Lamar Jackson is a running back again. Go fuck yourself. Because well, you literally have a running back playing quarterback. Right well, Cam now. Newton just threw more yards than Lamar Jackson's ever thrown in his career. Because so, maybe the worst secondary we've ever seen. Okay, well, Lamar Jackson's played terrible secondaries too. Never had that many passing yards. So, yeah, I would go with Lamar Jackson's close. more of a running. No. Nope. Uh, he threw for 370-something against Miami last year. And that's not even Cam Newton's <laughs> highest game, even close to it. Pretty sure he threw 400 yards in his rookie game. Anyways, uh, beside the point, Cam Newton's a better passer than Lamar Jackson. That's a fact. But let's move on. Nope. Uh, <laughs> okay. We're going to go to our of the week segment. This is where we give you, um, these are just some just some tips, okay? we got the mailman, the skunk, the papa, and the gamble. Who's your mailman of the week? Who's going to deliver for you this week? I talked about him already. Amari Cooper against Seattle is going to deliver for me this week. Fuck yeah. Very simple. Cam Newton threw for, threw for 397 against Seattle. Yeah. Matt Ryan threw for 450 against Seattle. Yeah. Dak is going to have a huge week. He's going to have a huge fucking week, yeah. Huge week. Especially because he got to keep up yeah. with Seattle. 100%. Yeah. Seattle's ranked 32nd against the pass. Not like, good. Easy matchup. Easy start. No brainer. He is going to have a huge week. He's Dak's favorite target. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I 100% agree. Dak is yeah. a huge play this week, too. If you like in DFS, and DFS, it's worth paying for him. He He's might gonna have be a big my QB one this week, honestly. Uh, well, just because Baltimore and Chiefs are playing each other, oh, it's gonna be such a fucking good game. Yeah. Um, my I'm mailman really of the excited. week, my mail, my my mailman of the week hasn't quite delivered as of yet, but that's Allen Robinson. Everything you just said about the Seattle Seahawks defense, 
insert here for the Atlanta defense. They are fucking mm-hmm. Swiss cheese. Terrible. They can't stop a nosebleed right now. Allen Robinson's going to have a big game. And the Chicago Bears offense with Mitch Trubisky. They're rolling a little what bit. What the fuck's going on over there? What's going on over there? Damn, Bears. All right, big game. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Allen Robinson's going to deliver. He's probably going to find him, find his way in the end zone. If not, good chance of getting 100 yards. Um, Atlanta's going to be, you know, their offense we know is, is high-powered, so Chicago's going to have to keep up with them. And they've shown they can keep up with, with some teams so far. They are, they are 2-0. and um, Yeah, I like me some Allen Robinson this week. Yeah. I, I I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, especially because like you drafted him, a lot of people drafted him as wide receiver two, maybe even wide receiver one, and now you're mm-hmm. kind of downgrading him every week. Stop downgrading him. You still you still need to stay in your lineup. Don't don't worry. Yeah, don't think, think too don't think too much about it. Don't think too much. All right, who's your skunk? My skunk this week. Somebody you're staying away from if you can't figure it out. Stephon Diggs playing really? the Rams. Jalen Ramsey is going to be on him the entire game. We know this. Mm-hmm. The Rams defense is hot right now. It really ju- this one really comes down to the matchup. I like I think Stefan Diggs could have like have a few receptions, but I think I like I just don't see him having the week he had in week two. Well, absolutely not. So like I I see him like if you, if if he can have like seventy to eighty yards in this game, I think that's a win. So yeah, so you just, yeah. but do you play him or do you just temper expectations? I think if you're yeah, I, I I think you temper expectations. I think I think he's worth a start for the upside, but I think you definitely temper expectations. Okay, let's find the line here. Um, Devontae Parker or Stephon Diggs? Uh, I would need to know. Sorry, who does Miami? Play? Jacksonville. Uh, Devontae Parker. Um, AJ Brown's injured. Um, Corey Davis. Uh, I would play Stephon Diggs. T.Y. Hilton. A.J. Brown is not injured. He is coming back this week. Oh, is he? Okay, T.Y. Um, Hilton. Yeah. And that's the reason why T.Y. Hilton and I would play over Stefan Dix this week. Okay, we're at a red. Um, yeah, so my problem, like, I just don't think Stefan Dix can replicate what he's doing right now. And he's done it against two terrible defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to say he's a skunk, like, I don't, I've, I've definitely moved him up. I think he's... I, just, I think he's... I'm not saying he's a skunk for the entire season. Just this I'm game? saying he's a skunk for this week against Jalen Ramsey. We both know this. Jalen Ramsey. Josh Ritz. Allen is not the most accurate quarterback. He's not. And Jalen Ramsey is a big, big cornerback. Yeah. And he will take advantage of that. Um, My skunk of the week, Ronald Jones at Denver. I mentioned it last episode. I think Ronald, Ronald Jones fumbled his job away. Yep. Um, Leonard Fournette just looked way fucking better. Just plain mm-hmm. and simple. He looked way better. Um. I don't. I can't trust him. And plus, Denver's been very good against the run. We yeah, watched that opening. Denver's balling out. Yeah, we watched that opening game against player. without the best. Exactly. And yeah. we watched them play that game against Tennessee. And Derrick Henry couldn't get a fucking thing going against them. Um, yeah. They've been stopping the run really good. Uh, I just. I'm trying to fade him a little bit. I think he's losing his job in that backfield. Plus, it's a bad matchup on the road in Denver where he can't mm-hmm. breathe. That's almost cheating, don't you think? A little bit. Is it Denver? Like when you're in Denver, do you think you get used to it, or like do you just spend every game fucking gassed? Well, I mean, I've been to Denver and I'm from Calgary. It didn't it didn't really affect me that much, but like, I but, guess I coming like when we went to L.A. When we played football in L.A., yeah. it was like I de- wasn't tired. I was like, never. Like, I, I was so hot and going, sweaty, yeah. but I like I've never had such deep, full breaths. Yeah, I guess it was that, fine. Granted, like, this was like six, seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago before the fires and whatnot. Sorry about yeah. that, Californians. I I mean, this seems a little insensitive now, but. The air was so clean then. It was yeah, it was crazy. Well, I wouldn't say clean. So fresh and so clean. clean. I wouldn't say clean. And I, I don't know about fresh. I don't know. It was just but air. It was, it was better. It air. was definitely easy to breathe. It was thicker. We're gonna give yeah. it that. We can give it that. Um, yeah, stay away from Ronald Jones. I mean, I'd be trying to trade him right now. Fuck that guy. Yeah, no. I I also have him on the team that got really hit by the injury bug, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I, you should try and trade him right now before he loses value this week. Is is my opinion yeah. on that. 
Here's the thing about our league is that the, the boys are ballers, and They're they bullies. know he fumbled his job away, so it's going to be tough. Tough, 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 tough. All right. Papa of the week. This is just this is an old guy. This is a guy, I don't know, over 32 yeah. or something. Why don't you take this one first? Okay. Uh, I got Frank Gore at Indianapolis. Revenge game for the guy. Yeah. Um, we all know that Frank Gore is 65 years old. So, I mean, if there's anybody that's pop of the week, it's <laughs> fucking Frank fossil. Gore. He is an absolute fossil. Um, but he got 21 carries last week. Yeah. Adam Gase loves Frank Gore. Like, he's legitimately in love with Frank Gore. Uh, I think he likes him more than Le'Veon Bell. Frank Gore might run away with this RB1 job. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, in all honesty. Frank Gore MVP. Adam Gase loves Frank Gore. If you have Frank Gore, this is one of the only couple of weeks you're going to be able to play him because Le'Veon Bell isn't injured for the whole season. He'll be yeah. back this season pretty quick here, actually. So, I mean, if you have him, you might as well play him while you can. He's going to have value. I mean, I don't. he's going to have like 3.2 yards per carry. It's not going to be good. He might fall in the end zone. They trust yeah. him with all the duties. And there's nobody left. Left on the Jets. Yeah, he is literally their best yeah, offensive player. You're really, just trusting volume here. Think of a world where Frank Gore is your best offensive player. That's the world we live in right now. He's he's <laughs> the most trustworthy person on the Jets. He's the only person I would play in fantasy football this week. If, unless I mean, if Jameson Carter, play, even about, if Jameson Carter about, plays, uh, Her, uh, Herndon, Herndon, Chris Herndon. Yeah, no, nah, man. Fair, fair. I wouldn't play him either. Um, but yeah, no, I like Frank Gore this week. I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna. He definitely will not score you two touchdowns in 140 yards. He might just nickel and dime his way to 60 in one touchdown, though, which is good he enough might, for me. He might nickel and dime his way to 100 yards. No way. No he way. might. 100. I, I, don't, I, I don't see – I don't think he's past 100 yards. Yeah, like, you know, if he's getting the ball 21 times in his first game. But he got 21 times and went 60 yards. I know. So uh, – who, who are they playing, though? They're playing the Jet. Or the they're Jet, playing the Niners. The Niners. So, I mean, that is a tough defense to run against. I like, mean, even even with their defensive linemen out, they still got Fred Warner out there. They still got, like, some ballers out there. So I guess. I guess. I, I, I'm i the one that has him, so I definitely like the play. But I would. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't expect 100 yards. I think that's pretty – just because he doesn't do anything in the receiving game either. So, he can't I even – I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, well, well, look at you go. Who's, Thanks, your pop, who's your pop of the week? I got Keenan Allen, a guy I've been liking since the start of fantasy. Uh, Justin Herbert is starting. Let's go. Like I've been saying this. If Justin Herbert starts, Keenan Allen takes a huge uptick. Yeah, I think so too. They're he got a huge Jacksonville. Uptick. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What, what were you I was say? just saying he had a huge uptick just even last game. Yeah. Like, major. Just yeah, when Herbert came seven in, seven receptions for ninety six yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No touchdown. Um, and he was targeted ten times by Justin Herbert. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's clear to me that Keenan Allen is the best receiver on his team, and Justin Herbert is taking advantage of that. He's a big target, and he can. He's a good jump ball guy too. He so, is. Yeah. Um, I think uh, he's an easy target for a uh, rookie quarterback to hit. One of the maybe not so accurate in his first few games. One of the better so, route runners in the league. So yeah, everybody. I Probably think a top five route runner. This might say. sound yeah. like I don't know, like obvious, but a rookie quarterback more than any needs an open receiver. Like yeah. if it's if it's Tom Brady, he can maybe get it into a tighter window. Or mm-hmm. if it's a, you know what I mean. But like when it's a when it's a rookie quarterback, a they're not going to make that decision. They're not going to feel confident, yeah. and they need and he gets open. He does get open. And another thing is, uh, and I've. Uh, Rookie rookie quarterbacks aren't like scanning all of the receivers. No, most of the time hot they're scanning route. the hot route yeah. or the check down. True. So Keenan Allen is going to be the hot route most of the time. True. Absolutely true. I agree. So um, yeah, no, I, I expect big things out of Keenan Allen now that Justin Herbert's in. You know, I, I, was, I was questioning if we had enough fantasy experience to really have a podcast, but yeah. I know we do now when Keenan Allen becomes a papa. Like when he's when he's listed as a pop of the week, I know that we've reached we've experienced that. <laughs> um, next is the gamble of the week. I got Traquan Smith. 
the uh, wide receiver that seemed to step into the wide receiver one role in New Orleans while Michael Thomas was out last week. I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to have the same game that he mm-hmm. had, but uh, I would, if it, it's a gamble, right? Like, you're not expecting huge things out of a gamble of the week, but if if Emmanuel Sanders really is the role that he was playing at, which which is one reception and in the last play of the game, or the last series of the game, then Traquan, the ball has to go somewhere. Traquan Smith should have the same amount of targets. He could have the same amount of yards. Green Bay's defense is great, but it doesn't scare me. Like I'm not worried about him being able to get some targets they're and some receptions. Rushers. Yeah, they're like their their secondary isn't like it's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not like anything to it's be not super bad, scared of. It's not great. Of. Exactly. So I'm comfortable playing Traquan Smith as a flex this week. He, he might, get, might get you a touchdown, and that's really what we're looking for in flexes. You don't think they? I mean, they mm-hmm. could get 100 yards, but you're looking for a guy that has a chance at a touchdown, and with so little offense around New Orleans, he's got a good chance at a touchdown. Yeah, uh, I could see it. Uh, he was clearly Drew Brees' favorite target. Absolutely, him and uh, Jared Cook. We both thought it was going to be Emmanuel Sanders. And Emmanuel Sanders was irrelevant and looks like he's lost a step. Literally didn't get the reception he got until the second last play of the game. So I, 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 And I find that hard, like so hard to believe with Michael Thomas gone. Like, yeah. How does he... Like how is he not the guy you're looking for? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't I don't get it. Why would you bring him there if you're concerning? Not, yeah, yeah, I think he might have lost a step, which is really yeah. shitty because Emmanuel Sanders keeps on proving us wrong every team he goes to, and he might have finally proved us wrong the wrong way a little too much. Yeah. Um, who's your gamble of the week? I got Alan Lazard. Um, Lazard. Yeah, Devontae Adams might not play, and even if Adams does play, um, Lazard and MVS are fighting for that wide receiver two role right now. So I mean. It, 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 there's a reason he's a gamble. Like, there's a very good possibility that he catches, like, he did the same thing he did last week. Or, or sorry, last week, this week, whatever. 45 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the upside is there. Like, Aaron Rodgers has to throw somebody, especially if Devontae Adams doesn't play. And Aaron Rodgers is playing, like, an MVP right now. Mm-hmm. So, I want every piece of Green Bay's offense that I can. And Alan Lazard, I think, is going to step into the wide receiver two role in Green Bay's offense. Uh by the time the season ends, at least, but or at the most m- amount of time. Yeah, I think um, just because of his slot rule, yeah. he's always going to have that kind of wide receiver two yeah. rule locked up. And week one, him and MVS both cut a touchdown. Week one, he caught four out of four of his targets, 63 yards, and a touchdown. That's a solid showing, mm-hmm. and I'm happy with that. With Devontae with, Adams too, right? Uh, yeah, that was with Devontae Adams having the, having the game that he did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like Alan Lazard. He is a gamble, but... He's in Green Bay, and yeah. he's got Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. Let's go. Now, I know you like Alan Lazard over MVS, but yeah. would you be comfortable? Like, would, you, would you have felt the same way about putting MVS as your gamble of the week? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like same, same, right? Yeah, right now they're well, they're 1A and 1B. Um, I will say this. The reason I like Lazard so much is because he was Rodgers' favorite target last year when mm-hmm. Adam was down. Yeah. And he came out of nowhere. Like, nobody know, knew Alan Lazard's name until... Fucking he yeah! Went off. Until <laughs> until Devonte Adams went out, so I mean, and 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 you've mentioned the butt buddy factor. He had him over at his house for Thanksgiving. Butt buddy factor matters, boys. Hundred percent. All right, um, we're gonna go to some sell high buy low candidates. Not even necessarily sell high or buy low. Just some sells and some and some buys. Um, who are some people that you're trying to buy this week or this upcoming weeks here? So my guys are all buy lows, other than maybe the running back that I'm gonna mention. Okay. Um, so my number one is AJ Green. Oh, I agree for that. Four points for per sure. game. Mm-hmm. 2.9 last week. Not great. But he's been targeted 22 times in two games. Say that again. 22 times 
in two games. That's fucking elite status. That is crazy. I think it's tied for second in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is playing well, and he threw the ball 61 times on Thursday. So they're slinging the ball. Like, I mean, A.J. Green was targeted 13 times in that game. 13 but, times. But, and we've said this many times. Volume is king. It's true. Um, and, and Joe Burrow is going to get better. He's only going to get better as the season goes on. I'm thinking I'm worried that if, because he's looking at A.J. Green so much, defenses are going to start keying in on that. I mean, of it course It seems like they already have, kind of. Tyler yeah, but Boyd's AJ, been the one that's kind of stepped up in the meantime. Of course, but A.J. Green is cheap right now. Mm-hmm. He, like, a lot of people are panicking about him because you drafted him to be your wide receiver two, maybe, or your wide receiver three in your flex, and he's not performing as that. So you can pick him up for cheap. Um, the only the only downside of A.J. Green is he is a big name. Yeah, so, so somebody people are might, attached to the yeah. name, which is unfortunate. But like, what can you do? If you can, tra- <laughs> if you can trade a non-starter for AJ Green, I think that's, that's a hell of a trade beautiful. right now. Yeah, even if you have like a weak, weak flex. Yeah, like I, I think about trading Devin Singletary for AJ Green right now for sure. Well, like, absolutely, so, absolutely. I mean, yeah, no. Um, who, who else you got for your buys? So I got Joe Mixon at six point nine points per mm-hmm. game. Eight point six last week. I mentioned him last week, mm-hmm. and he's in, he's on the list for the exact same reasons. Yeah, RBs are hard to come by. He's averaging twenty touches a game. Volume is king. Mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Volume is king. He's the exact same argument as AJ Green. Same offense, and nobody else is there in in Cincinnati. No, Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni like, Bernard's getting like three touches. Yeah, he's a game. maxed out at five care at five touches a game. Yeah, like always. it's crazy. Um, and then my next guy is Jerry Judy. Like we mentioned before, mm-hmm. he takes a huge uptick. Uh, now that Cortland Sutton is out, five point nine points per game, six point two last week. Great showing for a rookie wide receiver. He is now the one, number one wide receiver on his team. Drew Locke is going to be back in a couple weeks, so he's going to take even more of an uptick when Drew Locke is back. Yeah. He's been targeted fifteen times in two games, so I, I like Jerry Judy, and I think people are willing to sell him cheap because he's a rookie that no one's ever going to play. Rookie wide receivers, the young boys. Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb, who do you want more running, going forward? Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy? Yes. And I think you probably get him for cheaper, too, because he just cause yes. he has performed as well as CeeDee. And, he's a, and, he, and I, Jerry Judy is a big name, but CeeDee Lamb is a bigger name. I think I, I, same thing. I think CeeDee Lamb is probably just a bigger name because he's on the Cowboys. I think he's a bigger name. I think he was a bigger prospect coming out of the university. Well, then he should have been picked higher. He should have been. I agree. Well, yeah, I agree. He should have been. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to. I got to agree with that. Who's who else is your buy candidate here? That's that's my three. Okay, wait, wait, wait. All right. So I got uh, now. Who you mentioned? AJ Green had how many targets? Twenty-two. Now, if I was to tell you Deontay Johnson had twenty-three targets, would you believe me? I would, because you told me. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. That is crazy. Deontay Johnson is the clear wide receiver two in Pittsburgh. I think last week we talked about uh, a wide receiver two emerging in Pittsburgh would be yeah. fucking huge for the offense, mm-hmm. and they've always had value. The wide receiver two in Pittsburgh has almost always had value with Big Ben throwing the rock, um, and Deontay Johnson's emerged, man. 9.4 fantasy points per game, 15.2 last week. He's had 23 targets over the course of two weeks. That's again. That's elite status, and his name value is absolutely fuck all. You can get him off if somebody has him. They're probably too scared to play him yeah. because they're like, oh man, can I really like Especially somebody like AJ Green? League, somebody yeah. like AJ Green, like we just said, who's been playing bad, and you throw him in your flex. I mean, I love AJ Green, and mm-hmm. I love trying to buy him. But on honesty, I would play Deontay Johnson over AJ Green just because of too. how how well he's playing. A lot of players don't have the balls to do that. No. So if if you if the guy that has Deontay Johnson is letting him rot on their bench, mm-hmm. a that guy's a bad guy, and b go out and buy him. 
go home. But obviously, the person obviously doesn't value them that much because they're not yeah. fucking playing him. So I think you should go buy him before he has another big game and they finally do wake up and realize that he's, you know, sick yeah. shit. That's all these guys. Like, all the guys that I've mentioned, all the guys you're, you're about to mention, you have to buy them low mm-hmm. before they have a big game. Yeah. You, you can't be scared to buy them now. You're buying them now because they're not they're not valued as high as they should be. Exactly. And Deontay Johnson had big games. His 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 name value just hasn't caught up to his yeah. actual value yet. So I think you guys should jump on that. This is kind of like the Juju uh, Antonio Brown situation. Remember, yeah. I remember Juju had a really good couple of games to start the season, and nobody would play him. We're all too scared to play Juju. He ended up having 1,400 yards and double-digit touchdowns. But every time we're like, oh, fuck it. I don't know. I think I had him that year, and I did play him. It took, But it took a while, right? It takes a while. Took, I think it took me two or three games. It takes a while before you get comfortable, and I'm saying just get comfortable Deontay Johnson. He's here to stay. Um, my next one is J.K. Dobbins. I don't think he's going to have value this next week or the week after and maybe even the week after, but I, we all forgot. Like, when we drafted J.K. Dobbins, we all wanted him not for week one, two, three, four, five. We wanted him for six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. We're still playing that waiting game. He's looked pretty solid when he's played. Mark Ingram definitely does still have a role, but we knew this was going to happen. We mm-hmm. knew it wasn't going to be transferred over in one this game. This guy has some real upside. He has so much upside. So if you can trade a bench player for J.K. Dobbins, I would do that. Yeah. Especially if you have depth at the position you don't need to play somebody right away. This is just a lottery ticket. And if Mark Ingram gets injured, it's it's game over. Yeah. Especially, and I think, if Mark, Ingram's, if Mark Ingram even gets injured for like two games, J.K. Dobbins could run away with the job in two games. Listen, I, I'm a Ravens fan, uh, and, and I love Mark Ingram. J.K. Dobbins is the future. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's like it's not even a question. J.K. Dobbins is... I thought he was the best running back in the draft before the Ravens drafted him. Um, but wow. I thought he had he had a he had just as good of a of a senior season as Jonathan Taylor without the fumbles. It's true, yeah. So I I thought he was the best running back, um, and I I think he's going to do great in Baltimore. It's just going to take a few weeks for him to take his role. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even if you have to play him in the meantime, like he got two touchdowns week one, he might fall in. Like he's there, they might go up on people mm-hmm. because Baltimore is such a high-powered offense. They might end up playing Mark or end up playing J.K. Dobbins a little bit more. I mean, I'm not playing him. I might have to. It's between J.K. Dobbins and <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. Who do you think? I, I think it's Wilson Jr. To yeah, be me too. With you. Fucking, it burns me to say it, but especially yeah. with a, with the starting quarterback sitting. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna and they they've always run the committee for sure yet, but he's we ended up on Jeff Wilson yeah. Jr. again. Go get J.K. Dobbins. Buy him low yeah. while he's still uh, relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. And the last one is D.J. Chark Jr. Um. 8.5 fantasy points per game. He's had 8.4 and 8.6. Basically the same game twice. Seems like all his other receivers are catching the touchdowns. Like we we know the talent. DJ Chark's a he's a baller. Mm-hmm. And Gardner Minshew is playing well. The touchdowns are going to come. Yeah, I think like his average points per game are going to go up much higher. If the guy that has DJ Chark Jr. has him on the bench right now, go make an offer, especially playing Miami. Yeah. Oh, 100%. give me DJ Chark Jr. Give me DJ Chark Jr. I think he's a wide receiver too. I really do. Um, if if the person that has him doesn't value him that way, go go snag him up. Who are some uh, some sell candidates for you? Uh, so this guy's coming off a huge week. Kareem Hunt, fifteen point one points per game. Yeah, Kareem Hunt, uh, twenty two point one last week. He's splitting carries with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is getting more carries though. And the Browns, it's looking like, yeah, they played the Bengals and they kind of kicked the shit out of them, but not everyone's the Bengals. It's really looking like the Browns are going to have to throw the ball to stay in the game versus most opponents. And they're look, they look like they're trying to force the ball to OBJ a lot. Um, 
So I, I just like I, I have a hard time believing that Kareem Hunt is gonna be able to be in your flex every week, producing big numbers like this. Um, so I think you sell him for his name value, and I think you sell him like based on the week that he had. I don't, I just, I don't foresee him having twenty plus points. Like maybe one more time, maybe maybe, yeah. but I don't see it happening. Like here's a bold take. Mm-hmm. I think you're selling the wrong running back in Cleveland. I know That's last great. week I said. I didn't value Nick Chubb as an RB1 anymore, and I had him as a sell candidate. I, I would honestly have him as a sell candidate again. I don't, I'm don't. i not changing my opinion. Like I still do kind of think he should be more valued as an RB2. I mean, no matter what you think about what's going on there, like Kareem Hunt had 22.1 fantasy points and Nick Chubb had 25.3. I get Nick Chubb had more carries. You're saying that you think they're going to be behind in more games, and then wouldn't that mean Kareem Hunt's on the field for more often if they're behind more often? I don't think so. I think you keep your best players on the field when you're behind. I don't know. I, I don't obviously I think Nick Chubb is better than Kareem Hunt. Yes. I'm not that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that like Kareem Hunt has more value. I'm saying Nick Chubb has so much more value because of his name value, because people think he's an RB one because he probably went in the first round of your draft. He is and, an RB one. And Kareem Hunt isn't he's not though. I just don't think he's going to be good with Kareem Hunt taking away this stuff. Like what this is what Cleveland always does. They kick the living piss out of teams that suck and then when they have to play a good team, they fucking roll over. Mm-hmm. Like a sick dog, so I I don't know I I just I'm I'm I like the name value of Nick Chubb getting sold more than I mean I would on. almost agree with you except for I mean last year Nick Chubb's biggest game of the season came against the best team in the regular season like his biggest game last year was against the Ravens so I mean like I, like I get what you're saying and Kareem Hunt wasn't playing at that time but I think Nick Chubb is still at RB1. Like, like you draft him as RB1, I think he still is that. I, I don't think he's as high as we mm-hmm. as we originally thought he is, but if, I definitely think he's within the 10-12 tw- spot. If he's Yeah, well, if he's an RB1, he's towards Inclu- the end of include, it now. Well, like, Saquon's gone now, too. So, like, including Christian McCaffrey in that list. I guess. That's true. Um, It's hard because there's so many running backs gone so that I guess he would still be mm-hmm. a fringe RB1. I just definitely don't think he's valued what he was before the season started like he's not he's not but people weren't drafting him as a top five running back anymore. people were i mean i think he went he definitely went in the top eight in a lot of drafts top nine i think yeah i think his average was i think his average was nine was it nine or i think that was our rankings i think i think his average was seven or okay something. so i mean like that's still like your first mm-hmm. round pick uh, who else you got in the cell category um I got Michael Thomas. This might be a little surprising. When I told you about this earlier, you were surprised. By I this. was kind of surprised. I just think his value is so low right now. But I, I just, like, Drew Brees isn't playing well. He's not playing as well as he used to, for sure. He he looks like he's just, looks like he's just aged. Same with Sean Payton, by the way. I saw him and I thought he looked like fucking Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> um, but yeah, and who knows how long Thomas... He could be out for four weeks, he could be out for three weeks. He could be out for six weeks, though. He's got big name value, and I think you can sell him high. I think you can still get wide receiver ones for him. Um, so who are you trying to get for him? Like, Give me an so, example of somebody that's like you think is the same value. Because he's obviously still an RB1. Because Drew Brees played like shit last season. Wide and- receiver one. But, so uh, what did I say? You said RB1. Oh, still, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Still an, he's still a wide receiver one. So but... I think you can get a guy like... I think you can easily get a guy like Amari Cooper and a bench spot. And I think Amari Cooper is at the end of the... Like, Michael Thomas, when he comes back, he might have bigger games than Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting on your bench for another maybe five weeks. So, like, I, I'd rather have Amari Cooper... Scoring me points, winning my winning my weeks right now, than have Michael Thomas 
back to maybe win me playoffs. I think the Michael Thomas trade is more if you're 0 and 2. If you're 0 and 2 right now with yeah, Michael maybe. Thomas, I think that's when you should make the trade. If you're 2 and 0 with Michael Thomas on the bench, yeah. there's no reason to make that. I'm just, I'm just not sold on how Drew Brees is playing. Like, and that, that's his whole thing. Like, Michael Thomas' whole thing is he fucking gets in the slant and he gets open quick and Drew Brees passes him the ball. But that, like, that's Drew Brees, like, but Drew Brees but doesn't Drew's... have to be talented to do that. That's the point. Michael Thomas doesn't go deep. This isn't like Stefan Diggs. Like, mm-hmm. anybody could make the passes that Michael Thomas catches from Drew Brees. I just, like, even watching him in, like, the game where he was, like, he was healthy Traycon Smith and Emmanuel Sanders are fully capable of running slants. And Drew Brees still look like shit. Yeah, I mean, he does look bad. Obviously. Like, like, and to that argument, you shouldn't need a good wide receiver to do that either. Yeah. Like, realistically. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're running slants. Like, that's... He just runs slants the best. Yeah, I... exactly. Um, I, plus, I fucking hate Michael Thomas. Sell him. Yeah. He's it, kind of a dick, you know? He's, he's just, just a little prick. Something about like him. He's like that guy that, like, uh, like, Saints fans love him. They think he's the best wide receiver ever. He's yeah. not. Yeah. He's he, not. He He's like, I don't know, when you play, like, high school football and you play it against a team that was clearly better than you, yeah. but then, like, their fucking, like, seventh best players, like, starts talking shit. It's like, buddy guy, you haven't touched the ball more than three times all game. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. That's how I feel about Michael Thomas. He's like, oh, like, he, he, he genuinely in his head believes he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. So yeah. he's clearly delusional. You aren't. You're not. Michael Thomas, if you're listening to this, you are not. You are, you are a piece of shit standing next. Oh my to god! Who, if you are standing next to Julio Jones, you are you are viewed as a piece of shit. Okay, you're <laughs> trash compared to Julio. And if you were standing next to OBJ as a piece of shit, he'd be in love. <laughs> yeah, you'd be on his chest. You wouldn't be standing beside him. You'd be standing on his chest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I just get rid of him. Don't like him, Michael Thomas. What I would say also with Michael Thomas is if you can get an RB. Because we all know how valuable them yeah. are, you know? Wide receivers are a dime a dozen right now. There's like a there's a lot of wide receiver ones, kind of. There's like Every 15 week, wide receiver ones. In our 10-team leagues, like, I just, I can't decide. Yeah, like, no, it's such too. a hard decision every week. I benched DK last week. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's, but it's bananas. But I had to. Like, I, that was the right decision. Yeah, it was. Against Stefan Gilmore, it was. I played him, and he went off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do you any more yeah. cell candidates? Yeah, I got one more. Okay, and right. this is a guy close to your heart. He's tattooed on your body. Tom Brady. 14.6 points per game. 8.68 last week. His turnover rate is concerning. He's had, I think, Four turnovers in two weeks. Well, one of the fumbles was credited to him when it was really Ronald Jones' fault. I'll just okay, clarify. Sure. That. But still, his turnover rate, is like his interceptions is still concerning. Like he's matching his touchdowns with his interceptions. Oh. That's not a great sign. Um, plus, the run game is picking up in Tampa. Yeah. The committee is putting up solid numbers, and it just, like, it just seems like they're going to fall back on the running game more and more and more. Um, they're like hit and also another thing about Tom Brady is some of his value every year in fantasy we know that he's going to have QB sneaks into the end zone because he's so long mm-hmm. but now that you have these running backs to do that is he going to have those i don't think so i think why would you risk your your franchise QB for the next 2 years when you have these three two of them are bruiser backs but you have three running backs to fucking run into the end zone i don't think they risk it for Tom Brady mm-hmm. um he is i will say this out of all the guys that I've sold uh, that are on my sell list, I think he's the riskiest sell. I think Chris Godwin comes back this week. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a matter of like seeing what Chris Godwin can bring out of him. And maybe you wait. If you really want to sell him high, maybe the Chris That's Godwin brings out bigger, yeah. bigger numbers in him. So maybe you wait, wait another week. But I just don't see Tom Brady producing 
within the top 12 quarterbacks anymore. And I've ranked him high. I had him at seven. I Here's think. the thing, though. Here's the thing. I love Tom Brady, so I feel like I need to like back sure. him up a little bit. You can't get anything for him right now. Like, there's literally no point in selling him. You, you're you better off dropping him. There's better quarterbacks on the waiver wire. Gardner my, Minshew. My last point covers this a little bit. But. Okay, sorry. Go on. What's your last point? I just tried to interrupt you there, Aiden. You had a whole fucking novel written. What else you got for There's me? one thing that Tom Brady has that not many other people have. Yeah. He has the name Tom Brady. Uh... And he has Tom Brady fans that have been with him for their entire lives mm-hmm. that want to own Tom Brady. That is that is the that is the value that Tom Brady br- brings. He's a name value. He's big name. He's the biggest. He's the biggest quarterback name. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Patrick Mahomes is bigger. No, but well, like, honestly, no. Everybody knows Tom Brady, and he has yeah, a, yeah, yeah. he has a huge following. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I if but that's giving advice to a league like a league in which would value that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd like to think that the people that are listening to this, hopefully. Don't operate in a league in which Tom Brady can go for significant value just because his name is Tom Brady. I mean, we're not in a league with him, um, but my my buddy TK, I think I could I could fuck him up with a Tom Brady trade just because he likes Tom Brady that much. Well, go out and try and do that. Yeah, my point was, was I don't like, have you him. might as well wait until he has a good game and then try and trade him. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think he's. He's a sell candidate right now. Maybe not a sell high candidate, but I think he's a sell candidate. Hurts me in my heart to hear that. I love he's Tom not Brady. Playing well, man. I know he's not playing well, Aiden. I don't need you to fucking tell me. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I still got Cam Newton. It's alright. It's alright. I'm only a rent a Bucks fan. I'm a real fucking Pats <laughs> fan. fucking bandwagon. <laughs> well, I, I think that every single Pats fan got a little bit of a pass. For bandwagoning on the Bucks this season, and bandwagons in quotations. A little like, bit. We got a pass, right? Give me a, a fucking break. Yeah, if if Lamar Jackson went somewhere, I'd be. I own three NFL jerseys. Okay, one of them is Bo Jackson because he's fucking sick. All right. Yeah. The other two are Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Uh, come on, Br- Brady's on my body. <laughs> he's, he's all over my body. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, it's got to be. Uh, I got to cheer yeah. for him. I mean, bit. I own a JJ Watt jersey, and if JJ Watt went somewhere, I'd want him to do well. So that that's fair. That's fair. But you don't like the Texans at all. Uh, I don't. I don't mind the Texans. Okay. Well, here's my cell candidates. All right. I'm finally got here. Um, first one, Stephon Diggs. He just had his best game of the season, no doubt. I have first of all before the season started, I had Stephon Diggs outside of my top thirty wide receivers. I have no choice but to raise him. He definitely yeah. has played better to be in the top twenty, twenty five receivers. There's no doubt. Yeah. However, he has played against two dog shit defenses. Dog shit. His best games, two best games may have just been played. I definitely think he still has value, but I I, I value him more of a low end wide receiver too. He's a, he's a he's a set it and forget it kind of type of guy. Still play the matchups. Not this week. Well, according to me. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I would still I would try and trade him now after he's had those two good weeks. Stefan Diggs carries a little bit of name value. Josh Allen's playing really well too. He's kind of balling out against shitty teams, like I just said. Um, yeah, I think you might be able to get a higher end wide receiver too, maybe even a low end wide receiver one for him, and maybe even like a you know a, a running back 
depth piece, something like that. Um, I don't, I don't like Stephon Diggs. I, I no, I like Stephon Diggs. I don't like Buffalo's offense. Josh Allen's gonna come back down to earth eventually. Like he's, if you were to give the MVP award right now, it would be between Josh Allen and Russell Wilson, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it but would definitely I, be Russell Wilson. <laughs> it, it'd be close though. It would be close. And Josh yeah. Allen's gonna come back down to earth. I really believe that. So uh, sell Stephon Diggs while, um, while, while his value is still so high. Mm-hmm. You like that? I don't mind it. I, I I am coming around. I have said this. I am coming around a little bit on Stefan Diggs. For sure. You have to. The, I, don't, I don't know if Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen comes down a little bit, but he's balling, and I don't think he's going to stop balling. He might stop balling as good as he is. But he's like he's not going to be balling like this. He won't be. Yeah, no. I, I, I would agree with that, but, I mean, Stefan Diggs is still the best wide receiver on that team, even though and I'm a huge – I think Stefan Diggs is one of the most overrated wide receivers in the league. But he's still, yeah, it's like DJ Moore. He's still the best. But I think, on the team. I think, like, I, I know I'm, I, I'm against him as a skunk this week, but I do think he is a set it and forget it wide receiver too. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He is like it's pretty so, much set it and forget wide receiver too. Yeah. But I, I would look into selling him. Um, my next one kind of goes with the J.K. Dobbins buy pick I had, and that's Mark Ingram sell. 8.3 fantasy points per game right now. Just had 13.7 off of... like. Hopefully, they didn't watch the game. They didn't see that it was kind of a lucky third and one direct snap. Fourth ends up going one. to the house. Was it fourth and one or third and one? I think it was a fourth and one. It was yeah. ridiculous. It should, not, it should have been two yards at most, and it ended up being a 35-yard touchdown. And that's what made his day. Um... Like I said, J.K. Dobbins is going to be the guy eventually. Maybe not next week, maybe not the week after, but eventually Mark Ingram's going to um, he's going to lose his backfield, and it's slowly going downhill. J.K. Dobbins, like, it's how it always is. Mark Ingram's slowly going to get weaned off his touches. J.K. Dobbins is slowly going to work his touches up. Um, I'm going to trade Mark Ingram now while he still has value. I think you can maybe get a, a starter for him right now, hmm. and um, and I would do that. you got you got to jump on it while you can because I don't think he's going to be scoring double-digit points very many times this season. I no. agree with that. I I was on honestly, Mark Ingram is on my sell list as well. Yeah, you, I mean, you got so it. You got it. I I just I didn't do it specifically because you were doing it, but I would agree with you wholeheartedly on yeah. that. And then my last one, he, Tyler Higby. Okay, another guy, kind of the same situation with Stefan Diggs. I didn't like him going into the season. I had him outside of my starting tight ends. I had no choice but to move into my starting tight ends. He's playing well. He, he is am- a tight end. He had an amazing game. He is a tight end one now. He's not in, like like I said. Everybody loves tight ends because they're so hard to come by. A lot of tight ends are kind of scoring points lately. They, he's not as valuable anymore because there's kind of like eight tight ends that have been scoring. Like Joe New Smith has touchdowns in two games, and Hayden Hurst is playing. Like all these guys are playing well now that like touch tight ends mm-hmm. have kind of lost their value. And if yeah, somebody it wasn't like last year, there was literally like four. Yeah, and now crazy. there's like nine or something. Yeah. Like everybody kind of has a tight end. Like I would I would maybe look into trading Tyler Higby while the tight end craze is still active. While Higby just had his huge game, when, with all likelihood, that's probably his best game of the season. Um, Cooper Cup didn't get in the end zone again. Like that's usually the red zone guy. I do think mm-hmm. that's going to come around eventually. There's no way Higby scores three touchdowns very many times. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I like him because he's on the Sean McVay offense, and that's how you can kind of spin it for anybody you're trading him to. But I just don't think what he's doing is sustainable, and I'd, I'd rather trade him now while he's high than try and trade him later while he's low. Listen, I agree with you. Just a point of reference here, and I get that I'm a little biased from this point, but like, I have Darren Waller, mm-hmm. and he is a set it and forget it tight end through and through. He is probably a tight end five. Like he, he's in the top five through the rest of the season. I I'd honestly say. have him higher than Mark Andrews. Yeah. So I mean, like, and I'm looking to sell. Because I like I'd I'd much rather have 
a wide receiver two, wide receiver one than a top tight end. Who's your other tight end that you're comfortable playing instead? So I have Dallas Goddard. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm perfectly happy with Dallas Goddard. Rough week two in. though. Rough week two. It is a rough week two, but that that's okay. Like it that's ha- okay. it's a tight end. It's a tight end. <laughs> exactly. They're gonna have, they're gonna have low scoring weeks. Darren Waller had four point five last week. So, I don't think you should trade Darren Waller. Honestly, I mean, I I just like uh, uh, with my team right now specifically, like I need a running back. Jerick McKinnon is. Start- I'm a Jerick McKinnon guy. Jerick McKinnon is starting. <laughs> <my team. laughs> I told you. See what I'm saying? When you just t- when you just accept it, like yeah. I look what happened. When, like I bring it up there. again. Look what happened. When I did with Aaron Jones. Look what fucking happened. Yeah. You just got to put it out there. Jerick McKinnon is an RB one. <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. will score more than Jerick McKinnon. Uh, Jeff Wilson Please Jr. will score that. more than Jerick McKinnon. No, I no, got to no, put... No, 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 hey, man, it's not all about you Jarek on this podcast. Jerick McKinnon is maybe the greatest running back that we've ever seen in football. Oh, yeah. He's going to score three touchdowns this week. Yep. No, Jeff That's Wilson That's a spicy is, take. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, I, 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 can, I, can, I can rip you apart, That's make a, you feel bad. We're going to get freezing cold t- takes tagged <laughs> on that one. Um, okay, let's do it. Until he does score three touchdowns. <laughs> um, okay, we're done our buy sells. On to, okay, yes, no, maybe. Just going to throw some names at you. Let me know if you're comfortable playing them. Your only answers are yes, no, maybe. Obviously, it kind of says how we feel about it. Alan Lazard at New Orleans. Sorry, I just fucking cranked my mic with my with my hand. Alan Lazard at New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say he's a maybe. I I have to put him there. He's my gamble. Yeah, so and like, then MVS is next, yeah. maybe as well. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. Which one do you want to play more? Mark Ingram right now. And are you comfortable playing him? Yes, uh, no, maybe. This week, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I am. I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna go with their comfortable guy against Kansas, but I, I'm not expecting crazy numbers. And then, like are a you flex spot? Are you comfortable playing J.K. Dobbins? No. Fuck you. Lions running backs. <laughs> any of the Lions running backs at Arizona. No. Arizona's defense has been fucking nasty. It's been great. Arizona, Arizona has been so great. good. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, oh. I don't... Like, you were saying that you thought the Rams were better than Arizona. They're on the same level, and I think I that's think a respectful Arizona thing to is, say to Arizona. I think Arizona is way past the Rams. I think they're playing incredible. I think they're... I think... Well, I mean, Seattle's in that division, but I think Arizona's a clear-cut number two. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see after this week, I guess. But Arizona's playing really well. I, I don't have to say... Like, I can say they're playing really well and say that they're not as good as the Rams right now, you know? And Antonio Gibson at Cleveland. Uh, no. Really? Yeah, you, no, I, I don't like... I don't like... Peyton Barber had the most carries week one. Antonio Gibson had it week two. Do you like, like Antonio Gibson? I mean, I maybe like the ups... I think if anyone's going to come out with the starting job, it's Antonio Gibson. But, I, I like, I'm not playing him this week for sure. Terry McLaurin at Cleveland. Yes. I'm. I'm also. I guess I haven't really given my opinion. Alan Lazard definitely playing, and MVS I'm definitely playing, especially if Devonte Adams isn't playing. Yeah, that's the that's the maybe factor, yeah. right? So and then Mark Ingram's I'll play for sure. J.K. Dobbins is a no. None of the Lions running backs should ever. Sorry, did I say Lions? I meant the Detroit. <coughs> they should never be played. Uh, Antonio Gibson. I'm gonna say maybe. I'm gonna say maybe on Antonio Gibson. Uh, I think that them giving him carries as a rookie they're not going to like start taking him away now i think once you've given a rookie carries like kind of mm-hmm. that's the trend you're going towards terry mclaurin at cleveland you got to play him right clear cut yes yeah you got to play him. absolutely because he came off 125 yards and toddy i i think i only put him here because i wanted to talk about him i think he's a solid wide receiver too yeah we, of course going into the draft we all kind of forget about him and like he was on the same level as sort of uh, uh dj chark and 
a Cortland Sutton. Yeah, he's just got weak quarterback play. Like that's, and that's I think the main. I think he's an incredible talent. He's just got a weak quarterback. But he's hey, butt buddy factor. Do you know he went to college with uh, Dwayne Haskins? They're no, butt buddies from university. Well, one of them is way better than the other. And, uh, the, jury's the, the jury's still out on Haskins. The jury's still out on Haskins. The jury's still out on Haskins. CeeDee Lamb at Seattle. Maybe. I'm going to give it a maybe. I'm giving it a hard yes. CeeDee Lamb is the wide receiver two in Dallas. Without a fucking question now. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone can have a good game with three receivers, it's going to be against Seattle. Like, Yeah, well, they've already had yeah. games with three receivers. Like yeah. the Patriots, Nikhil Harry and Byard. Bard. I don't even know if it's Byard or Bird. Uh, they both had 75 yards against them. And, I mean, I know, like, 75 yes. yards isn't 100, but they're not that good. Julio had 157. Yeah, I know. Calvin Ridley had 120. 130, even. One, and Russell Gage had 111 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so, like, one. that's, that's yeah. crazy numbers. Like, what, what about, I don't know if I have it here, but who is it? Who is Atlanta playing this week? They're playing the... Uh, the Bears. Do you Would you play Russell Gage? Julio Jones? If he's playing, it's he's going to be Julio Jones, up. hard no if... If Julio Jones is playing, it's a hard no. If Julio Jones isn't playing, I'm gonna give it a maybe. I got another question. This isn't. This actually isn't yes no maybe. We'll go back to this in a second. Is Calvin Ridley's value higher or lower with Julio Jones? Julio Jones out. Higher. Definitely higher. Yes. I don't. There's a piece of me that thinks it might be lower. More. Yeah. Because Julio takes all the defensive attention. Yeah, that's like, the. Like like that's probably. That's situation. the reason. Calvin, yeah. Like that's the that's reason Calvin Ridley. Like, the reason he's doing so well is because Julio Jones is who he plays opposite of. Obviously, Calvin Ridley's super talented, but he's not the first option on the team right now. Yeah, I just think the Falcons are going to force the ball a little bit more throwing it. So, I think the the real question is, do you think Matt Ryan throws picks when he's trying to force the ball to Calvin Ridley? I think that's a a fallacy argument to say Mm -hmm. that I think they're going to force the ball more now that Julio's out. You'd think they'd be forcing the ball when Julio was in. Um, Sorry, I was trying to fucking... uh, uh, never mind. I, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, I completely brain farted this. I yeah. You fucking blew it. Okay. One hundred percent. We're gonna. We should have a sound effect. Sound effect for brain fart. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. CD Lamb at Seattle. You said maybe. Uh. Seattle. Yes. Michael maybe. Gallup at Seattle. No. Not at all. Uh. I'm not playing Michael Gallup. Are, is Michael Gallup droppable? No. Is he? Should you trade him now? Yes. Yeah, Michael Gallup, I wasn't sexy on going into the season, and he's lost he's all of his value in CD Lamb. You can't get anything high for him. People might like still you like might, here's, here's my opinion on Michael Gallup. Like, if you have him, maybe you keep him just in the hopes that one of the receivers, this sounds bad, one of the receivers gets injured. Yeah, I don't want to, we don't pray for injuries. Yeah. But when I'm playing a guy, like if I'm playing a team, a fantasy team, and I'm watching them on TV, and I don't want him to get seriously injured, but if he was to miss a couple of plays, I'm not mad at it. That's for sure. Listen, I have I have the Vikings backup on my bench right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not trading him, specifically because Dalvin Cook might get injured. Yeah, yeah. You like, don't, <laughs> and I mean, like, I don't want it to happen, but I want it to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, like, mean, we're not, I'd hey, have an RB1 like, on my bench. If I'm happens. a piece like, of literal garbage. Yeah. We, like, there's no doubt about it. 100%. Like, this... If you say you don't cheer for injuries a little bit when you're playing against them, then, like, you're just a fucking liar. It's, it's. I don't even realize how bad of a person I am until I start cheering for it. I'm like, man, I should really mm-hmm. work on this. I can't work on it now. I'm watching football. You know what I mean? So, yeah. We cheer for people to get injured sometimes. That's all right. Jarek McKinnon at New York Giants. <laughs> yes. Absolute yes. You got to play him. I'm playing him. You got to play him. I Honestly, Jarek McKinnon could have a big game. And I'm not even just yeah. saying that. I'm finally at this point now where... There's they run the ball more than any team in the NFL. Yeah. 
they, they have a have great offensive line. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have wide receivers, and they only really have one and a half running backs. Yeah, and every defensive player gets injured at MetLife. So Jarek McKinnon's a no-brainer play. No-brainer so. play. Yeah. Uh, any of the Dolphins running back at running backs at Jacksonville? No, I might play Miles Gaskin. Uh, I'm not. I I just like I don't know. It just seems like it's another place where it's like. Jordan Howard could get more carries. Miles Gaston is, is obviously the running back one, right? But like any of them could catch fire. I think it's just they're going to give Miles Gaskin the a little more leash because he's the one that's like the you know the young and up and comer has the upside. Sure, but, that's what you think, but that fucking Matt Breida, he fuck likes Matt to Breida. he likes to ruin it. Yeah, Matt Breida is a prick. That's all he's ever done is be a prick and ruin backfields for <laughs> other people. Deshaun Jackson versus Cincinnati. Maybe. One of these games, Deshaun Jackson will have two touchdowns like on three receptions yards, yeah. on 105 yards. <laughs> One of these games. And it's week three boo, now. Though. Pardon? Carson wins boo, though. Carson wins, but they have nobody to pass to. Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, maybe Deshaun put, Jackson. Maybe they should put Carson Wentz out for a receiver. And put, put Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Get that little ginger fuck running. Uh, yeah, no, I I like Deshaun Jackson this week. I don't know why. I got a feeling. That's literally all it is. There's no numbers. There's no numbers. Sometimes to... that's all it is, man. Yeah, like I I got no numbers to back it up. Besides, Deshaun Jackson, guaranteed is going to have two mm-hmm. to three massive games this year, and that's all his value is going to be. That's all his value is going to be. Every yeah. other game, it's going to be less than six points. This, this seems is, like it could be the week to me. The funny thing is there's a 99% chance that you do not... Well, I'm not speaking to you, Aaron, but there's a funny chance... There's like a 99% chance that you do not play him on those two to three games. Oh, absolutely. Has. You're not going to play him. But I'm, I've just... For some reason, this is the week. I'm calling it out. And I, I, if anybody knows me, they know I'm a Deshaun Jackson guy. Like, I've had Deshaun Jackson at the end of my bench... For like four years in a row. I don't have him this year, but I, man, when he went to Tampa, I'm like, this is it. When he went to Washington, I'm like, this is it. I love me some Deshaun Jackson. Little, I really do. I'm getting a little foreshadowing of a sell-high candidate next week. If he has a huge game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely. foreshadowing. Yeah, because if you're listening to this, you think Deshaun Jackson's sick? Sell him high now? Yeah. Fucking right. <laughs> Dallas Goddard versus Cincinnati. I know your answer here. Yes. Is he a set and forget a tight end now? Um, I think he's, I think he's startable every week. But I think if you have another tight end, you're definitely watching the matchups. If you have him yeah. and you don't have another tight end, is he worth benching to pick up another tight end? Or do you just ride him? No. I, I would ride him. If I didn't have another tight end, I would ride him. So you might, like, so, might so he's kind of is a set end. Forget it. Yeah, it's just like I'm in a weird situation for like the first time ever where I have two tight ends. And I'm kind of watching the matchups a little bit with Goddard. I have, uh, in one league, I have Goddard and Johnny Smith, so I'm watching the matchups with them. Mm, that's tough because they're like right around the same value too. Yeah, so uh, I'm watching the matchups with those kind of guys. But and they like, have no name value, so you can't trade either of them. Yeah. Tough. So, I mean, but that's okay. Play a tight end in your flex. What do you think about that? Absolutely not. That's a number one rule of fantasy football. Do not play a tight end in your flex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if you got George Kittle and fucking Travis Kelsey. But why, or... how, would, how could you end up with that? If you drafted that way, you're <laughs> yeah. a dumb punk. I, I mean, if we're know. in a two-flex league, maybe you were just like, these guys are the best. I want them. That's dumb. <laughs> Traquan Smith for Green Bay. He was my gamble of the week. Uh, I'm going to give it a yes if you have nobody else. A yes. So you're fully comfortable playing him. He was clearly Drew Brees' favorite target. Like, but Drew Brees sucks at that. I mean, he still has value. Yeah, I know. Trayvon Smith is a play for me, too. Drew Brees sucks compared to what he used to be. And then my old guy, Frank Gore at Indianapolis. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah, no. I think he's going to get a lot of touches, but, like, 
I wouldn't be surprised if he has big like a big yard game. I don't. Didn't think he's you gonna... just tell me you wouldn't be surprised if he I has hundred yards? I actually literally just said it as you interrupted what I was saying. Okay. <laughs> so how could that be even? Okay, there? I wouldn't no be surprised him. if he had a big yards game. Right. But it doesn't. It doesn't hide the fact that the Jets' line is poo poo. But if he has, it doesn't matter. Like if he has a big and, yards and game. Did you see DeForest Buckner? Dude, plays, you're trying to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. <laughs> Did you see DeForest Buckner throw that fucking O lineman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DeForest Buckner. Crazy. Lit. That was a really good pickup he for Indianapolis. For yeah, it was a really good pickup for the Colts. Yeah. DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard on the same team is actually a nasty goal against. Now but, imagine, imagine this. Yeah. DeForest Buckner and Nick Bosa. Yeah. Oh, well, I know. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, that was a real thing. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. Like he's gonna get so many carries. You said it yourself. He could have a hundred yards. I don't think he could have a hundred yards. And I say yes, play him. You think he could possibly have a hundred yards? And you're saying no, don't play him. I'm just. Okay, I say, I'll, I'll upgrade it to him, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like you just. I guess, just I guess contradicting backs, yourself. And, and, uh, and I gotta get in the mindset that like so many running backs are out. Like I keep forgetting uh-huh. about this. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's. I think you're just disagreeing with me because you just don't like me or something, man. What's your problem? Yeah, you are a bit of a bitch. <laughs> That was harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right on. Um, Will if Fuller. You, by the way, if you knew us, that's not bad. Like, <laughs> like I'm really offended right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks at Pittsburgh. Both of them are at Pittsburgh. Believe that. Uh, I'm going to give that a no. Pittsburgh is playing lights out. And Will Fuller just had zero targets. Well, yeah, you got. I can't figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I'll let, I can't it's figure confusing. it out. Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. It's like a committee. Like, what the fuck? Can they just, they just gotta, like, meet up with each other yeah. and be like, yeah. I'm the guy, okay? Yeah. Can they rock, paper, scissors it out, maybe, or is, something? Like, I don't Fuller's know. Will gonna get injured. It's... Oh. Like, when you said it like that, it seemed like we should be cheering for injuries. <laughs> when you said guy. a specific person, I don't know, I guess before we said Dalvin Cook, but, like, I, when you said a specific person, it made it just all the more real. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Judy versus Tampa Bay. No. Tampa's got a good D. Tampa's got a really good defense. But nobody's there. Nobody Judy's is there. He the is the wide receiver. receiver one. But, like, even that, like, Stephon Diggs is the wide receiver one of the Bills, but I don't like his matchup. I This is a weird thing, but I'm kind of going to downgrade the Tampa Bay defense a little bit because they are playing in Denver, and they haven't played in Denver in, in like, a It'll year and a half. Gassed, yeah. I, I think Jerry Judy's the only option. Even with whatever quarterback is there. Well, no offense. Yeah, I true, cool. but like Jerry Judy's going to be a focal point in their offense. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a little trust in them. Tampa Bay's going to they're coming plus Tampa Bay's traveling from Miami to Denver um and they got to play at altitude. Nobody likes playing at altitude, defenses especially. I kind of like Jerry Judy this week. I'm going to say maybe I, I'm going to say maybe honestly. Uh Robbie Anderson at Los Angeles Chargers. This kid is booling. You have to yes. play him. I'm going to give it a yes. I He's think you have to play him. Yeah. games in a row. He's Teddy Bridgewater's favorite Target? I want to get like, on, I want to get on the start of the train, not the coming. end of the train. You know? Yeah. Who I don't, saw that coming? I know who's the, who saw. Uh, we both thought Robbie Anderson was going to be shit, but they paid him. I keep coming back to this. They paid him more than anybody. They wanted him there. Yeah. That means something. They, uh he's. I don't want to ignore it anymore. I'm not going to be like this is a fluke. Week mm-hmm. one was a fluke. Fool me once, shame on me. Teddy wait, B just threw for three. Wait, how's it go? Fool too. me once, shame on you. Fool me once, shame on me. I don't want to be shamed on. Don't fool me three times. Yeah. Fuck the peace signs. Low the chopper, let it rain on you. I will say this: this is a guy that you're not like you're looking for him to get yards. Like it's not like he got a tutty. Teddy Teddy B threw for three sixty seven zero touchdowns last week. Teddy Bridgewater listens to us. How do you throw for three sixty seven and not get a touchdown? You wear gloves. <laughs> you wear gloves. <laughs> you wear gloves. It's just simple. <laughs> and your running back got injured. How do you not throw for a touchdown, <laughs> buddy? <laughs> James Robinson versus Miami. Yeah. Is he is he legit? 
I think he What's the deal be. there? Tell he, me. I honestly, uh, we were talking about this earlier. I was thinking about trading for James Robinson. You you, you said uh, Armstead was coming back and you think it's going to be committee. Oh, but no, like, Aiden, make no mistake. That's because I wanted James Robinson and I was in talks <laughs> to get him. Uh, <laughs> James Robinson's sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's the truth. Uh, yeah, he's a rookie yeah. that's clearly the best running back. Like, he came into ja- like he came into the Jags, which we both thought was going to be a joke of a fucking team. Yeah. No, we thought they were trying to quit. Like yeah, <laughs> him and Minshew. Yeah. I yeah no. He, Aiden was uh, chilling. I was man. I don't know, I'm gonna try and trade with this person. He's like, oh, I should go look at their team. And then he says, what do you think about James Robinson? And I was like, I'm literally looking at the same team, looking at James Robinson, looking off for this person to trade. I'm just like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Raquel Armstead's coming back, you know. Like, I don't know if he's legit. I just uh, his yards per carry is not that good. I, it's five yards. Per, I, I mean, what do you? I mean, it's I five think, yards per carry. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think it's literally like six point four. Yeah, I was like really that. trying like, to downplay crazy. James Robinson back. <laughs> and yeah, don't get it twisted. I would literally give fellatio for James Robinson, <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. Junior is my. I don't even know if that's his well, name. I'm just gonna call him Owen Wilson. I'm just real quick. I'll give you props. You sold. You sold it well. I know. I did. <laughs> I'm a good actor, man. I got a podcast. Uh, James Robinson versus Miami is a definite play. Yes, 100%. he's 100. He's gonna. I think he might be the number don't one think running back moving Put him forward. In. Uh, Dalton Schultz at Seattle, the new t- tight end, the new Dallas tight end. Yep. Yep. Tight end one doesn't sound very confident. Tight end one. The rest of the way this week for sure. Yeah, against Seattle. We'll see how shit. Seattle's got the worst secondary. Like, but, it's, but they're it's t- who who's done? New England didn't do anything with their tight ends, and then who did they play week one? Uh, week one they played the Falcons, and Hayden Hurst didn't have the huge. Didn't game have a big game, yeah. So they've but kind of locked down the tight ends so far. Okay, it's a tight end. He's gonna have like Hayden Hurst. I think he had what? Uh, he had one catch against them. Okay, well, that's not great. No, it's not. Like they've actually shut down <laughs> tight ends pretty good. And, and, and New England doesn't really like. They don't have a tight end, but they usually so. almost. They almost so is their tight end. They like, almost always have like a couple catches out of their tight ends, mm. and they didn't really have fuck all. I so, guess we'll see. I think I think he's playable for sure. Playable. Yep. I think he's playable too. I wouldn't say he's like a set it and forget it kind of guy. No. I would definitely yeah watch the matchup. Watch the matchups for sure. But the matchup's bad. So we're watching the matchup this week. You're playing him. See what he's all is about. Seattle, like, um, are they just the best at d- defending tight ends? No other position. They, yeah, I don't know. They might like. Be. <laughs> <laughs> is the matchup really that bad? Um, any other players you think we should talk about for the yes no maybe? Any Devonte Parker this week is a yes for me. I know he's been kind of injured and shit. I'm a big Devonte Parker guy though. Uh, yeah, I think he's playable this week. Um, yeah, I can't really think of it. I was trying to honestly while you were talking, I was trying to think of guys, but I couldn't. Just think about um, it, man. Just think. Who's Cleveland playing? Uh, Cleveland would be playing Washington Football Club. Kareem Hunt. Yes. I like Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt's an RB2. Washington's second or third against the run right now. I don't care. And if they're in a passing down situation, it's Kareem Hunt that's on the field. Nick Chubb's got two stone hands. <laughs> two True. legitimately stone hands. I mean, I guess. So, I don't know. I just... I find it hard to believe Kareem Hunt doesn't have a lot more of that offense towards the end of the season. I really, like, I really don't. I think what we see now is what he has. Like, honestly. 22 points is what we see now. It's fine by me. No, I mean, the amount of volume he's getting. Like, like obviously, fucking, he had two touchdowns on 10 carries, buddy. Like, that's not, like, that's not sustainable. No, Like, but... we can't, he can't have that all season. Like, that's craziness. Yes, he could. Maybe. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Um... At week three, for all those that, you know, had a bad week two, maybe had some players go down, this is the redemption tour, you guys can do it. 
We can do it. We're all here together. Yeah. Um, let's go on to some rookie bookie though. Let's try and make you guys some money. Last week, I went two and two with my picks and eight in off of fucking the luckiest last play of the game in the Seattle New England <laughs> game goes three and one. Uh, we won't go into what picks we had last week. On the year, I'm three four and one, and Aiden is four three and one. Should we just take away this push so it just goes away and we stop saying the one, or do we keep it in there? Is there gonna be a lot more pushes? Do you think? Yeah, I don't take away the push. Though. All right, we keep it in there. I, we're, you are literally gambling on a game that could be a push this week. True. So, and I'm gambling on the same game. I agree with you. So, first game, no brainer. Yeah. Green Bay is a three point underdogs at New Orleans. New Orleans looks like shit. Yeah, and Green Bay looks unbelievable. Yeah, I can't even believe that's the line. Yeah, I'm so surprised to see that Green Bay is underdogs. They're probably, I mean, Seattle, I think, is the best team in the NFC right now, but they're probably the second best team in the NFC right now. Uh, I think Seattle is the best. And then, yeah, Green Bay is probably second best. So how could you, that, po- yeah. like, what world do we live in? Were there, the, were there the underdogs at New Orleans who just lost to the Raiders? Yeah, that's craziness. I don't, you're just disrespecting. Am I missing something? Am I actually? Is, I, I mean, is it the I guess, travel? I guess they're really looking into the Stavante Adams not playing thing. Maybe is like the only thing I can think of. I guess. I guess. But I, I mean, I think I still think it's a no brainer. Green Bay's hot. Big Aaron Jones guy. I'm a, I'm a huge Aaron <laughs> still Jones Aaron guy. Rogers. Huge Aaron Jones. Every time Aaron Rodgers in the game, you got a chance. The Aaron's. I don't know how that hasn't been like brought up more. They're, they have the same name. The Aaron's. The Aaron. The Aaron. We need, we need like the double Rons. The double A's. I don't know. I couldn't come up with anything on the spot, and now just ruined it. Houston the at Pittsburgh. A-Rons. The double A runs. Nah, I don't know. It sounds fucking corny and shit. Houston plus three point five at Pittsburgh minus three point five. People haven't realized how bad Houston is yet. I think is what's going on here. Yeah, I agree. Pittsburgh, like towards the end of the season, Houston's gonna and have all way offense. bigger lines. Pardon? And they're all offense in this matchup. It's like it's crazy. Yeah, their defense can't stop a nosebleed. Houston's offensive line is terrible. Pittsburgh's strength is their front seven. Yeah. It's at home in Pittsburgh. I, I think it's a no-brainer too. I mean, Three, they're gonna blow them yeah. out by like uh, 15, 20 points. Yeah, I, I like they're even with like Bud Dupree might not play, who's a, kind of a big loss to Pittsburgh. But even with him not playing, like Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt about to tear that shit up. Tear that shit up, dog. Tear like, my ass honestly, up, d- dog. David Johnson is kind of a fucking skunk to me this week. I just didn't want to have him two weeks in a row. I, yeah. Yeah, so, if you did, if you had the balls to not play him against Baltimore, you should have the balls to not play him against Pittsburgh too. Yeah, it's the same situation, really. I just want to say I was right about it. So you were right about that was a good call. Listen How about our Papa calls Papa. last week? I had uh, my Papa of the week was Emmanuel Sanders. Yikes! Sorry, <laughs> my skunk of the week was Devontae Parker. Yikes! Sorry, um, my mailman of the week was Jonathan Taylor. You're welcome. Yeah, and then my gamble of the week was Henry Ruggs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't do much. Uh, I mean, I, I made a good call on David Johnson, but yeah. my mailman was T.Y. Hilton. Worse. Worse. Sorry. Yo, I think, uh, like, of all the ones, mailman is kind of the one that you, like, yeah, you, this guy's going to deliver. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, of all the ones, like, gamble the week, it's like, ah, he got, yeah. you know was, what I mean? Uh, sorry. Uh, my skunk was David Johnson. Your mailman, uh, you had, uh, your old guy was A.J. Green, I believe. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, and then <laughs> Your I think... gamble was Darius Slayton, I believe. Sorry. So <laughs> this is this is more for entertainment. <laughs> We're not very informational. Hey, I told you to play Deshaun Jackson this week because I have a feeling. Yeah. So 
take I with mean, a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, man. You can't, <laughs> like, we can't foresee the fucking future. Can't, this is a guessing game. Here's the thing, Stephon man. Stefan Diggs might have 45 fucking points. We don't know. Don't know. Can't say for sure. I think, uh, but you can say that he has a terrible matchup against his cornerback, and that's the, all we know. Like, yeah. <laughs> all we can do is take <laughs> substantial information that we have and then completely ignore it and create a guess from our own substantial information. <laughs> and that's basically what we've done. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I know. Back to Rookie Bookie. Green Bay <laughs> plus three, take that, and Pittsburgh minus 3.5. Slam both of those. Now, you had another pick, didn't you? I have I have I have three actually three oh, other it. picks, yeah. But I'll do two for the rookie bookie and then one on the side. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna go with a bold pick here, and I'm gonna go with the Bengals covering the four and a half spread against the Eagles, because the Eagles fucking suck, and I fucking hate the Eagles, and Carson Wentz is bad. Are we at this point? Of what? We're gonna give the Bengals. We're gonna we're gonna expect the Bengals to spread to hit the spread against the Eagles. Yeah, we're at this point. Oh yeah, what's the spread? Four and a half. I don't know if I can get on board with this yet. Uh, that's okay because it's not your bet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, Joe Burrow's coming into his own, and I think the Eagles are the perfect team to blow it. I you know I I got I got something for you. I can already foresee this. Joe Burrow is your new Aaron Rodgers. Like when Aaron Rodgers retires, he can't be. He will. He will be. He's in my division. He can't be. Well, then get off his dick so hard. I know that you're a Cleveland fan, but you can still cheer for Joe Shut Burrow. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I like Joe Burrow at LSU, man. Like it was incredible watching. Everybody this. liked him at LSU. He's a fucking I amazing know, story. I, just, I like that he's like he's coming in at COVID. He's like a. I liked I liked his demeanor. Like he was just like. He's a cool uh, yeah. guy. Yeah, he's just like, oh yeah, fuck it. But, but don't you feel that way? He goes about, on part of my take. He's the coolest guy ever. Don't like, you feel that way about Baker Mayfield? Same, same. Literally, no, same, I, same. I actually hate Baker Mayfield. I know, and it doesn't make any sense. It's the same but situation. I didn't hate Baker Mayfield until his second year. Be- until he was bad. Until until he was literally the worst, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, and he was still talking like he was the shit. Well, you can't change who you are, though. Hey, if I hey. Threw, if I threw twenty one <laughs> picks in a fucking NFL season hey. that only has seventeen games in it, sixteen, I might maybe change my demeanor a little bit and maybe think, hey, I'm not that guy, you know? <laughs> fucking go back to Hulu, buddy. All right, so you've got <laughs> Hulu has live sports, dude. Hulu, we would love to support you. We would fucking. I'd made a whole podcast with the whole time I just said Hulu has live sports. I don't care. Give me, give me a free Hulu account or something. Um, all right. Who else you got? You're giving, sorry, it was sorry, four and a half yeah, points. Yeah. yeah for, plus four and a half. For I the Bengals. The spread and win the game. Win the game. So you win can, the game. You got a money line that? Take them on the wins? Take them on the W? Yeah. All right. Fuck. Okay. Uh, so uh, my next pick, Jacksonville Jags playing unbelievable and they're playing Miami. Mm-hmm. They're at negative three. I don't so, hate this. I like this game. Yeah. I, I think this is an easy game. The Gardner Minshew's playing fucking great. Like, how many times? James Robinson is playing fucking great. Yeah, I want to bet on it just because I want to cheer for Gardner, you know? I yeah. had no reason to, like, be a fan of get his to watch other than, like, what he's done. Yeah, I love Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then my, my last little pick that we'll do on the side here, this won't count towards the rookie bookie because you only had two picks that... Um, Sorry, you only had two picks. That okay, we sure. What, what doing, is this one? Falcons negative three versus the Bears. I I'm, think no, the Falcons win. No, this game. I'm done with the Falcons. Done with it. That's fair. Done uh, with it. That's fair. I, that's okay. What? Again, it's not your bet. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. 
I just I think Bitch Trubisky, man. I think they're the Falcons offense is too good for the Bears to keep up. But bitch Trubisky. Okay. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was it wasn't a very strong argument all <laughs> Continue. Oh yeah. <laughs> um okay, and then here's the fun one. The rookie bookie between Aiden and I this week. I think it was a no brainer. We had to do it. We had to do it to them, right? Yeah. Kansas City at Baltimore. Yeah. They're going to give Kansas City three points like that? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I'll take KC plus three. Well, you were bitching about the spread, though. I, I think this one should be straight up because, like, it's Kansas City. I thought about it, though. I gave you the spread with the Chargers-Bengals game. I could have been straight up with that. That that's wasn't, fair. you know that's what I'm fair. saying? I, and I also, like, I don't like that this could be a push. Okay, well, then I'll give you. I'm not going three and a half. So it's either two and a half or we stay at three. <sighs> I'm not giving you three and a Give half. Give me three and a half. No. That's fun. It's, it's, it's obviously it's I understand the implications. That yes, they yes, win yes, by yes. a field goal. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give you. I'll give you two and a half. Fuck it. Okay, so done. it's two and a half. Kansas City at plus two and a half. Two and a half. Done. Just bet on the win. It's Kansas City, guys. Don't overthink it. Like, just. I know Baltimore's sick, but. It's, they're better. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're better. Who's they better? Are. Baltimore. No. They are. No, they're not. I mean, they are. Well, that's just what you think, man. That's just like your opinion. It's actually, it's actually what the rankings think. They, what do you mean they rankings? Think. The Baltimore Ravens are ranked number one now, according to Bleacher Report. I don't give a fuck. Like you're talking about power <laughs> rank. I li- you look at power. I don't get this, man. I've never been a power rankings guy ever, 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 ever. Like yeah, Aiden, I know because Aiden looks sucks at power. The dicks of the Patriots so fucking hard that they were number one every time. So you'd think that if my team was number one in every power ranking, then I would like to look at the power rankings and I would like bringing up the fact they're number one. I don't give a fuck. The okay. number one team is the team that are 2-0. and oh. Who has a better defense? Baltimore. Oh, probably the one of the best defenses in the league right now. That wasn't your question. Top you said three. who has a better defense. You don't have okay. to add okay. to the gravy. Pro- okay, it. so right now they're number one against the pass, number two against the run. I'm not arguing with you. They have a better defense. Okay. I okay. just said okay. Baltimore. And then they have a comparable offense to Kansas no, City. No, Kansas City Kansas City hasn't heated up yet. Kansas City hasn't I was actually talking to one of my friends, and this is a bold take that he had that I think might be true. He thinks that either Patrick Mahomes is injured or Kansas City is hiding some of their playbook. They're keeping it on the wraps. So he's I like and I think both of them are very valid. Like they're not opening up their full playbook cuz Patrick Mahomes maybe he's got nursing an injury they're trying to keep him back. Like why didn't they open it up against the Chargers? They kind of I don't know. It seems like it seems like they're dumbing their their offense down for CEH. I mean, listen, you don't pay a guy 500 million dollars and then play him while he has an injury. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Well, if Why he, risk if, him? if he has an injury that can't be can't get worse, you definitely do. You don't pay a guy five hundred million well, dollars to sit when he's hurt. Injury that will hold a quarterback back like that. An ankle. Okay, that's a risky injury. But you can't. You're not going to break it more. It's just more of like just don't run on it. You know what I mean? Or like a hamstring or something. If he can stand in the pocket there and not get injured any farther, if you just don't run it around. And Patrick Mahomes in the pocket is still better than every quarterback in the league. I don't know. I mean, yeah. What are you gonna say? Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than no, Patrick Aaron Mahomes. Rogers in the in the. Are we fucking kidding? <laughs> That's a bold take. Uh, yeah, yeah like I can't even look you in the eyes after you say something like um, that. Um, but yeah, no. I, I mean, I guess maybe, but I, no, I don't think so. That game's gonna I be so, so sick. I'm so fucking excited. Monday nighter, the best Monday night. It's gonna the be the best game of the season. The only downside is that I have to wait. What do you mean the wait? Well, it's on Monday. So what do you mean? Why is it a I downside? Have to wait to see it. 
I, I think that's better. I kind of don't like when my team plays in a Sunday morning and I got to I no, watch I mean, a bunch like, of other games, it, too. It would have been sick if it was, like, a Sunday night or, like... Yeah, I mean, come here, Riv. You got to wait 24 hours, you know? Get the fuck it over it. It is sad. It is very sad. Um, I mean, but we do have Green Bay and the Saints to hold us over. So yeah, that's and okay. and I mean the the Cowboys and the Seahawks play in the that afternoon. It's gonna be a great game. Even even I know you hate the Pats, but the Pats and the Raiders are gonna be a solid game in the morning. Like, there's a lot of good games to, uh, yeah, on we'll Sunday. Be forced to watch it. Well, of course you mean who's we're gonna I'm gonna be forced to watch your Baltimore game this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, forced to watch maybe the best game of the year, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> real tough boss. I'm honestly pumped for the Thursday nighter this week. Just to see Gardner Minshew. I haven't, I haven't in two seasons seen him play like a full game. Really, I know he's played. Like I, I wasn't really able to see him last year. I was working a little bit more. I mean, I was working. Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get it twisted. The boys don't got jobs. We're gamblers. Um, <laughs> Literally. I didn't, I, didn't get to see, <laughs> I didn't get to see Gardner Minshew play that much last season. I'm, I'm kind of pumped to just see him play. Like no other games going on. I get the full attention. See what he's all about. See if yeah. he's really, you know, see if he's legit. I'm pumped for that, and yeah, then plus really Fitz excited. Magic on Thursday night All seems like a recipe. We usually because like how it usually works in our house is that you have red zone on one TV, we have three screens, you have whatever team, what either the Patriots, the Ravens, whoever has the best game, and then you just have one random game on the side that we watch. A exactly, bit. and then when that happens, and Jacksonville just gets never buried. Yeah, they just <laughs> like, get, why would we put on? They just get buried on the priority list, and all I ever end up seeing is fucking Scott Hansen and the Jackson Scott Hansen, right? I wanted to say Rick Hansen, but I think he's no, a paraplegic. I think it is Scott Hansen. It's Scott... It's a, no, it's Chris Hansen, isn't Chris it? Chris Hansen. Yeah, it's the same It's the same name as the guy from MB, Dateline NBC. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Well, that did nothing for me. I don't know Dateline NBC. <laughs> is it Chris Hansen? Scott the Hansen? Ca- the, guy, the guy who catches pedos. Which one is the one, the wheelchair guy for the uh, for Canada? I don't know what he did. I know he... What? There's, a, <laughs> there's, there's some dude, and his last name is definitely Hanson, and he definitely doesn't have legs that operate properly. Hey, I'm going to look this up. I swear to God. And he now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think it's Chris Hansen. You're gonna look, yeah, we need to look up all the Hansons. Anyways, I don't even know Scott where we were going with it. It's Scott Hansen? Yeah, Chris can you look? Can you look up Hansen wheelchair? Handsome not handsome wheelchair, not like a wheelchair Hands that looks good. Wheelchair. No, Hanson. <laughs> Does it come up with anything? Is it Rick a Brett? Rick Hanson. See, that's what I'm talking about. He's a Canadian guy. What did he do? <laughs> He's a Canadian track and field athlete, activist, and philanthropist for people with disabilities. Following a pickup pickup truck accident. Why did you laugh so hard? I don't know. <laughs> you can't I stop laughing like... through the story. <laughs> This is fucking purse. terrible. Bad purse. Bad purse. This, Following is, it. this is what we're talking. What do you think it's like <laughs> when we watch football games and our, the opposing players are on the field? Do you think this is fuck? Hold on, I got this. Okay. Following a pickup truck accident at the age of fifteen, Hanson sustained a spinal cord injury. <laughs> Stop laughing. Okay, you made me laugh. Spinal I laughed cord because I heard a, I heard a giggle a creeper. Paraplegic. Hanson is most famous for his Man in Motion World Tour. Hey, you're learning something on this podcast now. Yeah. You're learning something. Rick Hansen. He's a Canadian icon. He's a Canadian icon. I heard about him for the first time today. Our, hey, our two most popular track and field athletes did not have operating He's legs. fucking buff. Terry Fox and Rick Hansen. Great upper body on the guy. Well, yeah. It's his... Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I we gotta go, I gotta, I, We gotta get out of here. If you're in a wheelchair and your upper body isn't jacked... So, what's going on? 
You know what I mean? We gotta stop. We yeah. gotta turn these mics off. <laughs> <laughs> We're irresponsible. Isaiah usually keeps us in check. Yeah, dude, Isaiah, we need him here. Plus, he's hot. He is hot. Isaiah's hot. Um, quick, I'm actually gonna do some quick shout-outs here, because there's been some boys of ours that have been listening to the podcast since episode one. Some that have been listening, honestly, pretty religiously. So, Vince, huge shout-out to you. You didn't really listen to much of our advice, but I still love you. Uh, your team's going to make it through. He is the best team hey, in our auction league. You want to know what's funny? He showed me his separate team in the beginning of the year. What was the player on his team that we tripped him for having in the other league? I can't actually remember. Devontae Freeman. <laughs> we were like, dude, I can't believe you have like He's like, I don't know. It's just my last pick. Looks like a genius again. <laughs> yeah. Vincent Dito, a true Plays piece of work. Mind. Uh, Unreal. Tabby Samastre, the the local Cowboys fan. I guess Vince is kind of a Cowboys fan. He's like Cowboys, Pats. Like he he hops from two. It feels like. But Tabby's a real Cowboys fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what else to say about Tabby? I fucking love the kid. He's also not very good at fantasy football though. Tabby's just like the nicest guy you could ever meet. I've met nicer. I don't know. He just like I think we're turning him a bit more of a cunt. But <laughs> yeah, b- before he met us, he was like the nicest guy. I fucking remember in high school, I used to keep my weed in a in a metal water bottle, and I unscrewed the water bottle and I let him smell it, and the guy almost threw up. Like that's how innocent <laughs> this guy was when we first met him. Like, yeah, <laughs> great guy. Tabby's a good kid, and I appreciate him listening. Robbie Rossi, he. I think Robbie listens honestly because he likes the fantasy football advice. He's some, he's more of an amateur fantasy football player, so he's been yeah. using the advice. And First I, year playing with the boys. Yeah, Robbie's hey, Robbie's a true beauty. I yeah. appreciate him listening. Liam, Liam listen. Liam doesn't need any advice. Liam's a great fantasy football player, although he is zero and two, and I just worked his asshole like a puppet last week. But that's neither here nor I, there. I Liam's think, a good guy, and he's an Eagles fan, so we already have to feel a little yeah. bit bad for him right off the beginning. There, honestly, I think Liam just listens to get an in on what we're thinking. Yeah, 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 and maybe <laughs> yeah. to listen to what I say and chirp me. So yeah, yeah, he will not let it go that you are a Browns fan and you are a Browns fan. <laughs> That's okay. I'd rather be a Browns fan than an Eagles fan. That <laughs> that is true. Um, Tad, he's our resident Steelers fan. Uh, he's also uh, a bit of an amateur fantasy football player. We took some convincing to get mm. him in the league this year, actually, but. He's been doing all he was right. Scared. Pardon? He was scared. He, well, he lost Saquon, so he's really f- going through it right yeah. now. He's not feeling good. He's actually <laughs> said, "Fuck fantasy football, man! I ain't fucking playing this. Fucking, it's nothing like fantasy basketball." Yeah, you're right. It's a different sport. It's football. People get injured. Shit happens. It is. It's Sorry, real guy. tough. Yeah. It's real tough. And then last one's Nathan DJ Islander. Uh, he was supposed to be the uh, the convinced Nathan segment this week, but he um, doesn't want to get COVID, which is fair, I guess. Is that fair? No. No, live a little, man. <laughs> um, he uh, he's actually a, a DJ here. He, he, if you're looking to get your face melted, look up DJ Islander on Instagram. If you like dubstep, and that's Islander like E Y E L A N D E R. He's good shit. Hey, while you're there, follow Fourth and Wrong Pod if you haven't already. Send us some DMs. Ask us some questions. We'll get them on the podcast. We'll. You know, we'll answer that. Like, fuck, we only have like a hundred followers, so I mean, you can start chirping us, and we'll probably reply back. Just no dick pics. Uh, that's all I ask. Well. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if you look like Isaiah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, no hot like, if you're hot like Isaiah, I need to see your face and your dick in the picture, and it'll be okay. Yeah. If all of the three rules, you want to have your balls, you want to have your face, and you want to have your shaft. Those are the three rules of a dick pick. A if clean you have shaft. all three of those, 90% chance it's a great pick. 90% chance. No, oh. no, not a clean shaft. Are you fucking crazy? You want it to be all fucking... I want natty, bro. <laughs> Give me that natty shit, bro. I don't want to see you at your best. <laughs> Give me... Give me your midwinter. 
Take it. <laughs> Take a hey, uh, take a video of yourself shitting and send okay, it to Odell Beckham st- Jr. We're Instagram. actually gonna get dick pics, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's been a fun week. Hopefully, week three goes a lot better than week two. I mean, I had a good week two. A lot of people broke some hearts, specifically Saquon Me. and Christian McCaffrey owners. So sorry, boys. But yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna let you go. That was our uh, our week three preview. Peace, love, and applesauce. You got anything to say? Any parting words for for you know the week three fantasy fantasy week? Week three fantasy week. I mean, good luck. Hopefully, no injuries happen. Please don't send us dick pics. Hey, if injuries happen, <laughs> here's what I'll say: If injuries happen, hopefully it's to somebody else's team. I don't know who you have on your team, but hopefully injuries happen to hey, somebody else's maybe, team. Maybe maybe in like two weeks, we just have no running backs. And if you got yeah, <laughs> what do you mean every running back just gets injured? Yeah, like all of the top back, running backs. Every like Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Frank Gore this is running back one. Like, he might be. <laughs> you said so yourself. He could get hundred yards this week. Could could. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else to say. We, I, we've been trying to say goodbye for too long, and we keep on digging ourselves farther into this hole. Yeah, let's get out of the hole, man. Okay, let's get out of this hole, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love you guys. Uh, peace, love, and applesauce. Au revoir. Au revoir.